0: I'm Willie D. Nelson from All Things Good and Nerdy, a pop culture podcast, part of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're checking out now, shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other tantalizingly geeky shows at gonnageeknetwork.com.
1: Is the ghost of Game Life Balance Past. I used to be on the American edition before it met its untimely doom. I wanted to say congratulations on 100 episodes. And I'm not going to keep doing that voice because it's really annoying and hard. But hey, look. Now that you've hit a hundred episodes that might motivate my perhaps lazy co-host at Eat Play Game, Jonathan Martin, Uncle Stabo, Jonathan, Uncle Stablo, Uncle Stablo, Uncle Stablo, Uncle Stablo, Uncle Stablo Martin, Jonathan, Uncle Stablo Martin to ever record an episode again so that we can maybe someday catch up to you. That will never happen. Is a gift to help you celebrate. Rob, I know you quit Twitter some time ago. But I still follow AC on Twitter, so I thought I would give you the top funniest AC tweets from the last month, so that you don't feel like you're missing out on anything on the platform. And I'm going to provide color commentary as a bonus, because that's what AC wants, is for me to judge the things he's written for no reason. So, this tweet is from April 20th. AC wrote... Happy birthday to the humble Game Boy, first released on 21st April, 1989, 31 years ago. See, for me, you tweeted this on the 20th because, you know, we live on different days. Also, fun fact, the killer app Tetris wasn't actually a launch title in Japan. It was released several months later. In fact, there was no pack-in game at all. Hashtag retro gaming. I do have to disagree with your assertion there, though, AC. I will say that was not a fun fact. The fact that Tetris wasn't a launch title and there was no pack-in game at all. In fact, that sounds like the opposite of fun. I don't know what you consider fun. Well, actually, I do, but I'm not sure I'm allowed to say that out loud. Here's the next hilarious tweet from AC. On April 27th, AC tweeted, I ordered one thing, just one thing off at Kogan. They took my money, never shipped it. There is no good way to contact them and ask for refund." And on top of all that, even when you unsubscribe from their marketing list, they still bombard me with sales emails every day. (laughs) That is the funniest joke I've ever seen. And the last tweet from AC is from May 6th, wherein he said, I'm a very cremative person. After I create any piece of art, I want to burn it. (laughs) I think we all agree that we know Game Life Balance Australia will burn in hell mostly for the things you've said about Scatman Johnson. Scatman Jones? Scatman... Scatman Assassins? A radical sect in Islam? Look, none of us remember what we're talking about, but we'll all remember what AC said during the Extra Life fundraiser broadcast while playing the Back to the Future video game. I'm just going to leave this one vague, And say congratulations, guys, on so many episodes, actually releasing episodes consistently, having a consistently good and fun podcast that's an escape from our hellscape of a world that America makes worse every day on an ongoing basis. And I'm telling you, one of these days, I'm going to come visit you. It's coming.
2: lovely people in internet land and welcome to the 100th episode spectacular of game life balance australia
3: i am your host ah, ba- ah, 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 ah. i don't what? think so this time what? Bucko. Huh? my turn uh, it's daddy's turn now okay all right um, I'm. i i am your host andrew ac yoshimura and i'm joined as always by a man who invented foreplay the 69 and the joint after, okay, but pretty ordinary sex. Robert Rob Bailey, how did you do it, sir?
2: Well, uh, first I uh, what I did was I travelled back in time to the 60s when 69ing was invented. Ah. Uh-huh. And then I watched people have sex while hiding in their bushes.
3: Their bushes, huh?
2: Yeah, in in the, in the big bushes. You know, back then they didn't shave, and back, back in the old days, they certainly didn't in the 60s. And uh, and then I, I wrote down what I saw, mm-hmm. and then I studied it every night, every night for the last um, month. Okay, and then I invented all of those things.
3: You you went back in time even further to invent them. Right. I'm guessing
2: that's right. No, that's right. Yeah, I forgot that crucial step.
3: <laughs> so you invented it fifty I, years late. Went back in time, came back, went back did, again, did, did, invented it. Did this? <laughs> did this happen in the summer of '69? because if you were there. Uh-huh. Could you please fucking kill Brian Adams?
2: <laughs> I don't think he was there, actually, either.
3: Because <laughs> I want to garrot that man with his first real fucking six string. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Inventor of Four play in the 69, though. That's pretty was good. Was that
2: the other song that he did other than um, the, the one, the, the Robin Hood one?
3: Uh, no, he's... I hate to say this, but he has done a few other ones. Hmm. But most of... Most a lot of the songs that he's done have been covered by other people and done better. Yeah. Like um like trance songs and stuff like that and, and club songs used to like cover him a lot. And they basically chucked out his music and then like put good stuff in there and just kind of <laughs> kept some of the lyrics.
2: Just a, just the X Files theme, the four four beat, <laughs>
3: basically,
2: and then occasionally.
3: Oh god, I remember when that was a hit. Yeah. The X Files theme was a genuine, yeah. like it was it was in the top ten in the Australia. Dance
2: music version of the X Files theme. Yeah, you need to bring that back.
3: Do the do. Imagine listening to that in a club. <laughs> <laughs> some, in in 1996, we were too young. We were we were a hair too young for yeah. that. We we our clubbing days didn't start until 1998. <laughs> we missed out on jamming out to the X Files theme. <laughs> that was old hat by 98. That's right. That's for old people. Not us though. We're it, cool. It is the 100th episode. We have done 100 episodes. I know. Of Game Life Balance Australia. I am amazed, actually.
2: AC, how do you feel gazing back across the? last hundred episodes, how do you feel? I
3: remember none of it. <laughs> like, like, we uh, get pretty hammered during these. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're done right. Uh, Rob uh, has actually made a clip show,
4: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
3: the original idea was to kind of intersperse them throughout this episode, but it turned out this is going to be like an hour of clips, yeah. so we're actually just going to put it at the end for a bonus for people who want to... Hang on at the end and listen to some of our classic and not-so-classic moments.
2: Yeah, that's right. Some of the best moments, um, or at least what
3: I consider to be the best moments. I think we chose Um, these moments because people outside of the show, i.e. me and Rob, have talked... About them before, yeah, and said so that they liked those bits, so yeah, or they be- hated them. There were some people who said, "I really hated that bit you did," <laughs> <That> <laughs> so we like, included great. it. Why did you talk about fucking Top Cat for so long? <laughs> so that's in there. That's going in. <laughs> um, so a hundred episodes. It is. It's fantastic. It's yeah. great. Uh, if you include the first run of the show, the mm-hmm. original Game Life Balance, uh, we'd be like over hundred twenty episodes now. I
2: think. Yeah, that's right. I think we started. Rec- we started recording this run of the show. In 2016. Wow. So 16, so, 17, 18,
3: 19, 20. So about five,
2: five, five years. years. So it's taken us a while. We haven't exactly done one episode every fortnight. It's been a little bit less than that. Probably about 20 episodes a year, I suppose.
3: Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, we kept a really good schedule there. Mm. Mm. A very, very good schedule for a very long time. It, uh, took,
2: the, it took a worldwide pandemic to shut us down, Actually,
3: <laughs> But this is probably the longest time we've taken off.
2: Yeah, we're actually recording. So I should say for people overseas... We're actually recording back in the same room again, because yes. um, we're allowed to do that now, apparently.
3: Restrictions have been eased to a point where you can have up to 10 people in a place. Mm-hmm. We're still socially restricting across the table.
4: Yeah, that's right. um,
3: There are no cases in Canberra. There were 107, mm-hmm. uh, and all of those people have either recovered yes. or sadly passed away. Yes. Um, So we were not going to do the 100th episode until we could be in the same room because, you know, any of the other episodes, other than possibly episode 69, Mm
4: -hmm. doesn't matter
3: (laughs) where we record from, but we prefer to record together. But the 100th episode, we definitely had to be in the same room.
2: Yeah, that's right. It's pretty uh, important. So we yeah, we had all this time though, AC to prepare. You so see we, we, did- we had two months to make this the best damn episode of Game Life Balance Australia you've ever seen. Or Boy her. are
3: you gonna be disappointed. <laughs> it's more of the same, yay!
2: <laughs> we did nothing special. We- <laughs>
4: Well, we well, we we'll did something special, we, I see. We, we did, we did we, a couple of
2: special we, things. I will say this we've had two months to play games, yep. so we should have lots to talk about in the game life balance segment. Ooh, yeah. Plenty to talk oh. about in the life segment because, mm. God knows, life's been very weird for the last two months. Yeah. Uh, and we've also saved, well, the best is probably not the right word. <laughs> we've saved
3: one of our favourite games
2: <laughs> to discuss. Um, as our featured game for this, episode. we
3: have indeed. Yeah, um, we've always said it uh, that our last episode, mm-hmm. and this is a there's a bit of a prefix, to, uh, postfix to this, whatever, mm-hmm. um, is was going to be uh, Alex Kid America World, and we have re- we are reviewing that game today. Mm-hmm. It's all mm-hmm. good. We're, we're not going back on that. No. Um, this is the last episode of our current format. Yes, um, Rob and I have been discussing it for a while there was a time when we thought we were just going to take a long time off and then possibly come back Mm -hmm. we've actually had about two months off
4: Mm
3: -hmm. uh, (laughs) which is probably long enough for us actually because Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. we do actually miss hanging out and recording together
2: yeah that's true um yeah
3: but more importantly uh i think what we want to do is change things up we're going to change the format uh again Mm -hmm. we've we've changed the we've switched things up a little bit before um, but this time I think we're going to go to a monthly recording schedule mm. and it's going to take on more of a stream of nonsense type apparatus, but we'll still do games. Like we'll still review a game. Yes. But I think the plan at the moment is to do uh two player games, whether they be versus or co-op. Yeah. Like focus more on multiplayer
2: games, mm. um, as kind of something that we can carve out a little niche
3: for. Uh- yeah. And I think that what we'll do is we'll still get together every <laughs> fortnight. And you and I will still play a game and, and like, have dinner and stuff that night. Mm-hmm. And then the next week we'll come back, play a bit more of the game, and then record the episode.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So we'll, we'll kind of stick to that monthly or four-weekly uh, way of doing things for yeah. the time being. I think. And I
2: think that will work better for us, and that will, um, yeah, allow us to keep doing the thing that we love, but mm-hmm. also, like, perhaps take the step back from it that we've been wanting to do for a little while and yeah. have a think about how we can make this show work best for us and make a quality product for your listeners as well to enjoy. So. Yeah,
3: because we are getting older. Um, I'm I'm 39 now. I had my uh, my birthday, my 39th birthday in quarantine, actually. Yeah. We'll talk about that a bit. Mm. Um, it wasn't exactly the most... It was a great day because mm. I spent it with my, my lovely family. Yeah. But, you know, we also did most of everything inside. <laughs> so... It's not quite the same, no, not quite. But it was fun. Same. It was fun nonetheless. Yeah. So look, uh, we're quite serious at the top of the show today, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to degenerate because we're going to talk about one of our favourite games, mm-hmm. and then you know we are going to talk about life stuff and mm-hmm. game stuff. But it's going to be more of a stream of nonsense. Yeah, a
2: bit loosey towards goosey towards
3: the end because this is a celebration. Yeah, and it is
2: a hundredth episode, which means yeah. it's a multiple of five. So we have to do a stream of nonsense.
3: Yeah. So, so we will talk about games and life and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. Rob mm-hmm. has even prepared a quick. Is. I
2: have so this, this is kind of like a blended It is a Stream blend. of nonsense yeah. so And a normal episode
3: Could go on a while Or it could go on a short while I don't know we'll But either way we'll, we'll see where it goes today But I'm, mm. I'm I'm excited about this Relatively sober for once But uh, that's going to change <laughs> very, very quickly As we talk about Alex Kidd in Miracle World <laughs> This
2: is one of our favourite games But I see What the hell is Alex Kidd in Miracle World. For those listening who may not be as familiar with the
0: stellar title, <laughs> Stella that's indeed. you and I. Uh,
3: so Alex Kidd in Miracle World is the first of the Alex Kidd series. Uh, he was kind of the front man of Sega for a while.
2: Yeah, before Sonic was the mascot, Alex Kidd was the mascot.
3: And before Alex Kidd, it was kind of Opa Opa from Fantasy Fantasy, Fantasy Zone. Zone.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, so they, they kind of went through mascots a bit. Uh, Alex Kidd was not a great fit. Um, He was a 2D platformer Mm -hmm. in the vein of Mario. Yes. Uh, But we'll we'll talk a bit about that. Um, But first of all, uh, Alex Kidd Miracle World was uh, released in Japan in 1986. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one year after Super Mario Brothers. That's right. Uh, And 1987, internationally the next year. Uh, Mm. Originally, and this is interesting, Mm. uh, it was developed as a Dragon Ball game. So, Seeker did have the Dragon Ball license for a while. Dragon Ball, and this isn't Dragon Ball Z. This is the original Dragon Ball based off Journey to the West um, when uh, Goku was a kid. And this was developed as a Dragon Ball game. Uh, but then Seagull lost the license mm. and it was developed by other people. The irony here is that if it had been developed as a Dragon Ball game, yeah. it would have been the best Dragon Ball game until Dragon Ball Z Fighters came out last year. That's right.
4: <laughs> yeah, Because
3: yeah. all of the other Dragon Ball games, and, I, and I'm not a Dragon Ball fan by any measure, Yeah, but the rest of them were terrible games. Yeah, They're very bad games.
2: That's From what I've seen, and I've seen some of them and played some of them, mm-hmm and and just from what i've heard <laughs> they're very bad yeah um yeah it, you know it makes total sense because the the sort of the plot and setting of this game you can sort of see how it could easily be about goku you could yeah. easily see how they could do that um like he's like you start the game living on a mountain by yourself and you gotta you can punch rocks with your fist and they shatter into a thousand pieces and you know it sounds like a martial arts story and in fact like the the plot of this game does have some um, some martial artsy like elements to it. There like,
3: certainly are some of those elements so in it's, this game.
2: It's there, but it's very funny for me to 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 learn that. Um, because it just makes total sense.
4: <laughs> and and that's what,
2: so Alex Kidd was basically the hell like, uh, okay, we can't have this, this is not Goku to anymore. What's it going to be? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know, it was a kid. Uh, he's he, um, His name starts with letter A. Uh, how about... Um, oh, have Alex.
3: Alex. Alex Kidd. Alex, Alex Kidd. Okay. Sorted. Problem <laughs> solved. <laughs> so obviously that was a quick production meeting at Sega. I have no idea at what point in development that they lost the license mm-hmm. and could no longer do that. Yeah, uh, It's probably for the best because although Alex Kidd is no Mario. No. He would... Definitely not. <laughs> and definitely no Sonic. No. Uh, it it was fine for the time. Yeah, I think... It was fine. I think that's the
2: thing, is that we look back with our our uh, perspective that we have now, mm. knowing the history of video games and everything that happened since. And we're like, you know, Alex Kidd. That's a, what a lame character, you know? <laughs> it's just a kid in a tracksuit with big ears and he punches things. Like, that's lame, you know? But, like, back then, our tolerance was really... Like much, much higher than it is now for like lameness. Like we, we didn't care that it w- that he wasn't an exciting,
3: well, think fun about character. This. Mario is a plumber. Yeah. He wears exactly. overalls. Like, That's not an exciting character the,
2: either. And I was talking about this with you tonight, and I really do feel like in some ways it was games like Sonic the Hedgehog. It was that '90s kind of like the, attitude era of yeah. gaming that brought that suddenly video games had to be cool. You know, because before then, they didn't have to be cool. They could be weird and lame and people would still like them. And and this is one of those. It's one of those, like... Before games got cool games, you know? Yeah, Sega <laughs> kind of made a lot of those. Yeah. Teddy Boy comes Te- into mind. Teddy Boy or, like... Um, Not a great game. Some of those like, early, like, Nintendo games also had that vibe to them. Yeah, like, kind of tennis and baseball. Marlin's Secret Castle or whatever it was called. Uh, yeah. Mylon's, yeah. Mylon. That, yeah that, exactly. wasn't, that wasn't a first party game, but yeah. It's that kind of a thing where they're just like, this isn't cool. It's just a kid and he's got to fight frogs.
3: Yeah, basically. <laughs> this. Uh, Sega really do love themselves, so they kind of stick their characters, like, willy-nilly. Mm. And, like, they just reuse assets and, and enemies and, and ideas and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so this... Uh, one of the reasons that this game, and we'll give some context here, uh, is so beknownst to Rob and I... So beloved, we could even say. And beloved as well, mm. and to a lot of other 90s kids, is because this became what we call the built-in game mm. for the Sega Master System Two. Yeah. Now, the Seeker Master System 1 did have a couple of built-in games. There was a Snail game.
4: Yes.
3: Uh, the one I have had Hang-On, I think, or Super Hang-On okay. as the built-in game. Okay. Um, but that was the Seeker Master System 1 that had the card slot and everything.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: The Master System 2, the first one, if you don't have a cartridge in the slot and mm-hmm. you turn it on, or the cartridge in the slot doesn't work properly,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> um, it would go straight to... Alex Kidd which I think this is a great concept like yeah. having one good built-in game mm. for every system so you've always got something to play yeah and that way you don't have to have a separate cartridge and this is interesting because I have about three copies of Alex Kidd Miracle World mm. but I do not own a single cart yeah they're they, all uh, inbuilt they're all built-ins
2: because yes. yeah, like I, I and I saw the the cartridge of Alex Kid at, at the video store once when I was a kid back in the day. You know, you could rent games in the olden days, kids, um, and being blown away by that because I was like, wow, I've never seen one of these in the wild
3: before. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's there for the people who had the Master the, System one.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Now. Mm. At the very end of the lifespan of the Master System, they did build in uh, Sonic the Hedgehog for the Master System yeah. in instead. And I have a, I have one of those Master Systems as well. And, like, you know, you can't blame them. I mean, it's it makes sense to... Oh, perfect. And that's a good game. That is actually yeah. Sonic... Uh, for the Master System,
2: one of the good Sonic games, one of the better ones, yeah,
3: better than the first Sonic for the Mega Drive, mm. Mm. and better than Alex Kid as well. That is a Sonic mm. one for the Master System. It's a great fucking game. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's a good one.
4: Yeah,
3: mm. um, but we are here to talk about Alex Kid Miracle World. That's so right. The context is that it is the late '80s, early '90s. Um, yeah, and there there is not a big Nintendo presence in Australia. No, not at really. All,
0: not really. We
3: know of them. We yeah. know of Mario. I think the cartoon came to Australia as well, like the Do the yeah. Mario thing.
2: I think yeah, they tried. They they had a presence here, but but Sega, for some reason,
3: dominated the market. Yeah, they oh. got in because they dominated in Europe. Yeah. and like we use the same, uh, you know, specs for the most part as Europe does in mm. terms of like voltage and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, so we were basically a Sega. Nation,
3: yeah, and um, so while I you and, know, and people also hate it when we say Sega, yes, yeah,
2: instead so of say, Sega, Sega or well, Sega, some people
3: say Sega, but it's actually pronounced Sega, Sega, well, Sega because it's meant to be it's it's yeah. a um, it's a portmanteau of service games,
2: yeah, right, so it should Sega. be Sega,
3: yeah, but in Australia, all the ads pronounced it Sega,
2: yeah, so we did too, <laughs> yeah, and um, and it's weird to think, while while people in America like the, the playground conversations, I assume, were about Nintendo, yeah. Um, the playground conversations out here were about the master system. And like, I'm like kids talking about games like ghost house, as though that was like a, an important game. Like, have you played ghost house? Oh, I beat, I beat ghost house, man. I wish I had a ghost house. Have you
3: actually beaten ghost house?
2: No, I don't think you no, can. Beat, know,
3: I'm not that, even sure you can. Yeah.
2: There's someone's infinite looping arcadey things. Yeah. But anyway, no one's heard of ghost house, right? Because it's an obscure game from the eighties on an obscure platform. But to us ghost house is up there
3: oh yeah (laughs) you know know. (laughs) that's that's playground fodder
2: and that's important for anyone who's not australian to understand Mm. is that every kid who was born in the 80s will Pretty much all of them will remember Alex Kid, or they'll often call it Alex the Kid. Yeah,
3: they'll have a faint memory of playing it at their friend's house and yeah. they'll call him Alex the Kid, which Alex I hate. Yeah, I yeah. hate that so much.
2: It, it grinds my gears when people say Alex the Kid, but mm. I'm also like happy to hear it because I'm like, ah, oh, at least you remember. At least you were there for
3: it. You know? So so that's <laughs> the context of why Rob and I love this game, because we both owned uh, Sega Master Systems, long mm-hmm. even... I think my parents... I begged my parents for a console. Mm-hmm. They finally gave me the um, the Master System, even though the Mega Drive had probably been, been out for like two or three years by that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it still had a viable market in Australia and especially Brazil.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, but here's the thing. So I'll talk about the game for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, it's about one year after Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Uh, which is a 1985 game for the uh, Famicom.
2: And it's it's, it's a it's basically someone trying to hack make a Dragon Ball Z game into something else.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the reason why this is important uh-huh. is because, number one, the Sega Master System, believe it or not, is more powerful than the NES slash Famicom.
2: Yeah, better colour palette.
3: Well, I think can have more different colour palettes. Nicer.
2: I'm going to say a nicer colour palette.
3: <laughs> Brighter, I'm going to say. Brighter,
2: yeah. I'm going to say nicer. It's a, yeah. I think it's easier on the eyes.
3: Um, it, is, it is a very bright colour palette, but also... Yeah. Um, it was a little bit more powerful. So the way that they wanted to say this is a two D platformer, um, but it's not. It's similar to Mario, but different. And possibly yeah. they wanted to make it better. Is that you start on top of a mountain? So and you scroll down. You scroll little. downwards because that was that
2: wasn't in Mario.
3: No, there was no downwards scrolling except uh, well, no. Even even the water levels were just like one plane effectively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and you know. Uh, Nintendo did have Horizontal levels like um, Kid Icarus yeah. was definitely like that But that was kind of like the same throughout the game Other than the shooting area in the last stage And so this one You start at the top And you work your way down and then When you get into the water you go across Yeah. So this, it's kind of It showed that you know it's like Mario But it has multiple paths and you don't jump on Enemies you fucking punch them
2: Yeah it was trying to set itself apart from Mario And mm. Like, okay, the one thing I think that people can all agree on is that, like, Mario had a great control scheme, and that's kind of part of the reason why it's yeah, the best. Mario
3: one. controls fucking fantastically.
2: Yeah, it's one of the best games ever made because of that, yeah. you know? And with Alex Kidd, they tried to do something a bit different with like some other things like there's shops in this game and you get yeah. money and you can buy things you can't do that and so you it's can't like, do that in mario can you it's like <laughs> the, the loosest of loose
3: rpg elements <laughs> right
2: or like you can you can drive a motorbike or yeah. you can fly a helicopter like you can't there do multiple, that in mario there are
3: multiple vehicles here and 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 this is
2: this is classic Sega, so like trying to angle itself as like well can your can your nintendo do this you know? i don't think it counts um, can
3: nintendo can't
2: but missing <laughs> the point a bit um because Alex Kidd, while it's it's it controls fine, it's not a terrible controlling game. It's it's it certainly ain't no Mario when it comes to the controls.
3: No, they they oh. had an idea for Alex Kidd and they stuck with it. God yeah. bless him. But it's not great. His he builds momentum very quickly and it's difficult to stop the bastard.
2: Yeah, and he's he sort of, and they know that and they actually set up traps in the game, designed to catch you out because of how squirrely, and like quick off the mark. Mm. alex kid is like there'll be spikes that are like a few squares across you drop down and then a few squares across to the left there's some spikes because your momentum is going to carry you to those spikes if you're not really careful yeah so it's things like that it just it's very noticeable when you play it in 2020 like there's
3: controls man <laughs> like
2: they're not awful like i said it's it's, it's a solid it, seven out of ten you it, know it
3: is deliberate yeah like i will say that yeah uh and alex kid's um bless his heart he like his jumping is a bit weird yeah because he he'll make a leap for it mm. and you can change his direction midair there's a bit of air control yeah but uh, he does love momentum and he'll just keep fucking going <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so look y- it takes a bit to get used to and the control pad um, which is what you call the uh, master <coughs> system controller mm. is a bit weird yeah The it's basically a giant square where you kind of put your thumb in the middle of Uh, and work it kind of like a directional d-pad for the nintendo but Mm. it's a lot more inaccurate sometimes it's great for the swimming bits yeah Yeah, but for the actual precise platforming bits it's a little bit a little bit tricky
4: Mm. it takes
2: some some getting used yeah um yeah but i mean in the game in terms of the game itself it's pretty simple it's a side scroller yep um, you punch to attack you can't jump on any enemies to kill them nope It's um, one hit kills you and you turn into a little angel
3: you f- new, 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 new.
2: yep you fly up to heaven um, and the enemies are sort of your generic like early sort of mid 80s platformer enemies like frogs scorpion a weird blob um, there's like um, there's a bunch of weird blobs actually There are There's
3: like there's uh, one that looks like an ass. Mm. There's like a green arse with antennas Yeah That kind of like menaces its way towards you mm-hmm. There's uh, an enemy from uh, Teddy Boy As we mentioned before Yeah a little sort red- of
2: like mustachioed ball
3: Yeah Yeah <laughs> um it
2: sort of bounces around um there's uh God, there are a lot more
3: than that uh there is there's like kind of these there, there are bats and i hate bats in video it's games we all know that. there's not a lot of dudes you're not really fighting dudes in no, this game no the only here. dudes you see are the shopkeeper yeah. and i suppose the bosses now we should talk about the bosses
2: oh the bosses Yeah, the bosses are kind of like what, like the one of the most this iconic is, things about this game
3: this is um the conceit of this game mm-hmm is janken. Yes. So I did not know what janken was, which is scissors paper rock was what it's called in Japan. They didn't translate that mm. when they brought it over here. They just they, still called it janken. Yeah,
2: they didn't call it like rock paper scissors well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And, we, and that's what we call it in Australia. Nobody mm. calls it janken here, and especially like in the late 80s early 90s we had no idea what that that was. Mm. In fact, in Australia we did not play rock paper scissors a lot
2: no not it, really no
3: it was more yeah. if we were going to decide something it was going to be a coin flip yeah which is kind of like a, a like a very cricket English thing to do yeah. I think yeah
2: we didn't really it's funny because I remember like I remember being confused by this when I first saw it and it mm. was around the time this game came out that rock paper scissors started to be played more so I wonder whether this game brought rock paper scissors to Australia I see I wonder
3: I think people um, knew of the
2: game but they didn't really use it as a decider and it popularized that method of
3: yeah. deciding things yeah Um, See, Australians like the kind of games where you can hurt the other person So often uh, Mm. disagreements and arguments in the schoolyard would be decided by just punching your friend in the balls (laughs) Or, quote, dacking them Which is like pulling their pants down when they're waiting for something at the canteen And boy, how did I get dacked a lot (laughs)
2: Um, But yeah, it is it's funny to think about that because yeah, I remember Jankin kind of catching me off guard. But the thing is that see so that the king of the the king of the uh, the evil baddie in the yeah. game is called King Jankin.
3: Yeah,
2: and and his henchmen um, are these dudes that have like variously. A rock, a paper, and a scissor head. And when I say rock, paper, and scissor head, I don't mean an actual rock or an actual pair of scissors or an actual piece of paper. They just have a fist <laughs> that is making the symbol for yeah. them. Like the, re- you know, like the rock is just a fist closed. Yeah. The, and he has eyeballs coming out of his it's fist. It's kind of freaky. It's weird. It is pretty weird. I think the scissors guy has eyeballs on the end of his the tips he of does. his yep. fingers. Yep.
3: He, he kind of looks like a, a He-Man villain or something. And uh, I
2: think the then, the paper man is like this, like macho guy with like his chest showing.
3: He looks like French fries, like McDonald's French fries, yeah, like yeah. sticking out the top of his head. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> these enemies were fucking weird. And to beat them, you don't fight them
2: the typical way. Like you don't jump on the head or throw rocks at them or something like you would in a normal video game. You play Janken. You play rock paper scissors with them. You do. And if you win, they die. It's very. It's like the most high stakes rock
3: paper scissors <laughs> game ever. Because if you lose, you die. <laughs> And it's funny because these guys, they, they turn into hamburgers. Now, in the original uh, Alex Kid in, in Japan, uh-huh. they turn into onigiri, mm-hmm. uh, like rice balls. That's right. Uh, but for... The built-in game, I think for the original cartridge, they turned into Onigiri as well. Yeah, they
2: didn't bother to change that, yeah.
3: But for the built-in version, they turned into hamburgers. That's right, yeah.
2: <laughs> so he's a, he's, a, he's a fiend for the hamburgers. Yeah, like, he does. Oh, so they had,
3: they just westernized it, except for the whole rock, paper, scissors thing. It's funny, because it weird.
2: worked. Because I was like, man, hamburgers are good, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> you know, every, t- every time he eats one of those, I'm like, I should have a hamburger. <laughs> so, you know, it spoke to me. And um, there's
3: a map in this game. Uh, it's...
2: Yeah, that was fun as well. It had this overmap that kind of made the world... And this is really silly because it's really not. No. This game is not well thought out. It's not like Middle Earth or something. (laughs) Like, like it made me feel like there was some sort of cohesive world. Yeah. You know, that, like, that the world of Alex Kidd was this, like, well-realised place. It did... It gave it something having the map, you know? It did. It really did.
3: it did. And Um, look, bless its little heart... We should actually talk about our feelings for the game. Yeah, um, yeah. But first, I'm going to prefix something. When this game came out,
4: mm-hmm.
3: it um, it got very good reviews. Yeah, it got a, got a lot of eight out of tens, like nine out of tens. Like this is revolutionary. It's a bit weird. It's very Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reviews, like even even when they did revisit this game a lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for it and rate it very highly yeah the thing is that while it could be argued that it's a good game yeah alex kid miracle world is not a great game
2: <laughs> no i don't think i i, I think we're both going to come out in the same way here ac because yeah. it's very tempting to just put on your rose-tinted glasses and go yeah. oh what a great game i have so many fond memories yeah. it was wonderful but got to be honest man like it's it's a it's averagely good or goodly average. Do yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, like, it was yeah. it's, it's a great packing game.
3: Like, you know, it, yeah. um, it, it was perfect for the-
2: Actually, because there's a lot of replay value there. Yeah. It takes yeah. a while to beat it. Yep. Yeah. So for a kid, like a dumb kid, like eight years old, mm. like, I think it took me like four or five years to actually finally beat it. I think I beat it when I was in high school or something. And I was like, yes, I felt so proud of myself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's a great packing and it's a, it's a fine, serviceable platformer. Like, there's not much you can point out and go, well, that's, awful there's no real terrible game design or anything Mm. in it if you did like an angry video game nerd kind of video on this game there wouldn't be much to point out and go like this sucks like Mm. there's nothing like that in it it's just not superb in any way it's it's there's nothing it doesn't stand out from the crowd in any way
3: and the thing is like this started off Um, the alex kid series yeah that's
2: right they made this game and they were like you know what this like knockoff goku guy that we just came up with in five minutes like (laughs) I think we're
3: onto something here guys I think we need to make A bunch more games With him in it They did Uh Alex Kidd and the Lost Stars, uh-huh. which is kind of Is that the one that came out next? Or was that the one after? I'm not sure. Mm. Um, it's a bit... The timeline's a I little bit looked muddled. In, they all come
2: out pretty rapidly. So yeah. These business decisions were getting made pretty yeah.
3: quickly. <laughs> None of them play exactly like the first one except the Mega Drive sequel, which mm. is the direct sequel to the first game, which is Alex Kidd and the Enchanted Castle, yeah. which fucking sucks. Yeah. That game is terrible.
2: See, I remember like... You'd, you would think... You Okay... You, if you hear like average 8-bit platformer
4: mm-hmm.
2: and then you go, oh, and they made one for the Mega Drive 2, right? Mm. You would think, well, that's going to be a lot better. Yeah. Well, you'd be wrong. It's much worse. It
3: is It is not only worse, <laughs> but it looks like it was made for the master system. It's... It's it's not a good game. Every time I try and play it in
2: the hopes that, so- that I've gotten it wrong or something, that yeah. like, I've misremembered this
3: game, <laughs> you know, it can't be that bad. It, it is. It is. It's It's, it is it's not, really, a, not a good game. Really uh, th- probably the best of the series, like... Uh, uh, Alex Kidd in the Lost Stars is good, but it p- controls very differently. Yeah, uh, Alex Kidd in Shinobi World—that's probably it's probably the apex of that's the series. Probably
2: on paper, the best game. Yeah, like
3: yeah. Uh, there are two other games. One is not a real Alex Kidd game, mm. uh, which is Alex Kidd in High Tech World, which is an RPG. Um, mm. It was a Japanese RPG that they just slapped. Alex Kidd over for the Western world. Yeah. The original game was about a a, a tomboy princess, I think. Yeah. And there was one game that was unreleased in the West, but was released in Japan called uh, Alex Kidd BMX, which came with a special controller. Um, for the Master System or possibly the Mark III I'm not sure which hmm. in Japan
2: so BMX game I've never yeah, played that do you have that?
3: no I don't I, I've looked for it but yeah. even if you get the cart you need the special controller oh, okay. to play it so it's a bit, a bit of a hassle and, yeah. yeah but it, it um, look I'm not going to lie it uh, let me just look it up here so this is this is what Sega it's, it's called like. BMX Trial mm. uh, and there you go it's got a um, oh wow oh can, yeah look at that yeah. you can see the uh the, con- the special controller there. Oh, weird, yeah. I really want to get my hands on this game. I've And I go to a lot of second-hand mm. uh, game shops, uh, retro game shops mm. uh, in Japan, but I've never come across it ever it's pretty in rare. all of my times. Mm. I'm not sure whether it's that rare. It's just very uncommon, mm. I think. Uh, it was released in 1987, so a year after this, basically. The fact basically, that it needs
2: a peripheral... Uh, like yeah, it and it
3: is for fun. the Mark III, but the Mark III and the Master System are basically the same console. Mm, mm.
2: Well, there you go. So that's that's basically the entire like Alex Kidd yep. franchise.
3: So Rob, what are your final thoughts? Do you uh, recommend this game or not? Give us, let us know. What are you? What are you? What are your right. honest to god my thoughts about honest this game? Feelings? Yep.
2: It's this is one of those games where it's extremely hard, and it's probably the hardest game for me personally to separate my nostalgia from my. Um, my actual opinion of the game mm-hmm. because holy crap like i have so much nostalgia for this game you know um this is the game that like me and my brother would play like all night and then we'd have to pause it and like turn the tv off so my mum wouldn't know that we paused it <laughs> and then like you know hope that she wouldn't realize the game was turned on and turn it off so that the next day we could turn the tv back on and keep playing it
3: you know because there's Um, no on off light on the master system
2: yeah that's right at
3: least not on the Master system too
2: this is the game that yeah like we we just played the absolute crap out of it to the point where like there are things i do in this game that i only do because from years and years and years of playing it i always do this particular thing like i always try and punch the hamburgers and i jump up so that, when I, so that when the game level ends and and it pauses the screen, I'm stuck in mid-air, like, punching out, grabbing the handbow. <laughs> and I try and do that every single time for no reason
3: because that's how it's, much it's I played like this game. It's kind of like Mega Man when you, like, yeah. you're entering a boss room, you always jump through. Yeah. So, so you're you, in the middle of the game Yeah, yeah it's when it scrolls across, you're in mid-air. Or in Castlevania, like cool, when
2: they like, drop down the thing, you got to jump up and grab it. So yeah, like, whip so that you're, like... Yeah, you know, halt, it but, looks cool. Yeah. Um, that kind of a thing. Uh... But when I, tr- when I sit down and actually think about this game in the context of all the other games that came out and all the like stuff on the Nintendo that was happening at that time that I had no idea about, <laughs> um, I, I can't rate it that highly. I think, it's, I think it's a good game. I don't think it's a great game. I, um, so what's your
3: final recommendation?
2: If you want to learn about Australia and what it was like to be a kid in Australia in the 80s, <laughs> And you're American and you'll and you know you just don't get it, then then, then I do recommend playing this game because you will learn about us. You'll learn about me and AC and what mm. makes us tick. And all the other Aussies out there in the world. If you're wondering why we go overseas and drink so much and are obnoxious to people, it's because of games like this. Okay? <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> it's all our kids' fault. He taught us to do this. We learned from watching him. So, um, you can find a lot of answers <laughs> in Alex Kidd in Miracle World, AC. So, I do think you should play it for that reason. Okay. Although, I don't think you should expect to have a lot of fun with this game because it's mm. a pretty much a solid 7 out of 10. Yep. Uh, okay. what, do you, what do you think, AC?
3: Look, honestly, uh, I, I kind of mirror your thoughts. Like, I have a lot of nostalgia because we used to. There was like one game system at the after school care that we went to. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was this game. It was uh, like Master System, and they had Alex Kidd. Mm hmm and the built-in game of course and california games and yeah. we played the shit out of those I think games they
2: had action fighter as well perhaps at maybe <laughs> at some
3: point but it was so monotonous just those two games mm-hmm. and you know if, you know and only the cool kids mm-hmm. during like the the school holiday program when both your parents are at work and mm. they don't trust you to stay at home on your own because you they know you'd set fire to the fucking house <laughs> um you know, only only like the big kids could play and maybe you'll get a turn if you're lucky and stuff like that. And, you know, the, the people looking after you didn't care. Yeah. As long as you weren't doing anything. Oh, it was
2: brutal. Trying to get a go on that. Yeah. Trying to get a go on the master system was like... It was, it was like prison, you know? You had to, like, sell your body or cigarettes or something. <laughs> it
3: kind <laughs> of was <laughs> like prison. Yeah, it pretty much was. Um, uh, look, I do have a lot of nostalgia for this game. Uh, I was after this game for a long time when I started doing retro gaming again. Mm. Um, it was difficult to get a Master System 2 console for a while I Hmm. don't know why Hmm. eventually I got one and then I got like three with all that had our kid built in Hmm. Uh, and then you and I played the shit out of it for a while Uh, look it had a lot of good ideas I really like the vehicles the pedicopter which is where you 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 pedal the vehicles are good and the 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 the, um, the the boat which mm-hmm. I think is only in one episode one level yeah, it's is really a, cool what a
2: waste to only have the boat in one level yeah, but that, was,
3: that was cool and yeah. the, the motorbike is probably the best one yeah the motorbike's the most because fun. you can just tear through all of the blocks
2: yeah because you can just r- drive your motorbike through all the bl- mm. breakable blocks except for yeah. the
3: except for the blue blocks which like, would like explode your bike it's basically. a very
0: satisfying
2: <clears> thing <throat> to do and it, I, it really is I, I think the problem is this game really suffers from being compared with Mario because it's mm. just nowhere near as good as Mario no
3: and like yeah. as i said that the, the the controls like they they made a choice and they stuck with it for whatever reason mm-hmm. uh, actually it probably wasn't the best suited to be a mascot mm. there is all of this stuff that kind of goes against it yeah. however on top of all of that i would say yes i 100% recommend this game you fuckers go out buy yourself a Master System 2 and you fucking play this game that is an order you go out and you find this game and you play it right the fuck now 100% highest fucking recommendation Alex Kidd in Miracle World best game ever two thumbs up 100% 100% Graphics 10 Gameplay 10 Replayability <laughs> right. 10 all right, all right, all right, Sound 10 all right, all right, okay. Music fucking 12 right, okay. That's how good the music is all right, mate, Better than AC. Mario AC Okay
2: yes AC Yes. We all know it's a great game Three thumbs up We all know that it's Well not a great game well, Two you- thumbs up and a penis up That's how good this game is We all know that it's a game that you recommend. There we go. I think that's accurate. Um, But do you know other facts about Alex Kidd, AC?
3: Boy, is this going to be humiliating if I fail this quiz. Because
2: right now, we're going to throw caution to the wind as well as our usual format. And do the
3: quiz right now. Who cares?
2: Who cares, AC? Yeah,
3: No, no. uh, The latter half of this uh, is going to be definitely a stream of nonsense. So we need to... Mm-hmm. Get rid of the uh, other stuff right out of the we gate. Can do
2: the important stuff first, so that we can then descend mm. gradually into the muck that is the stream of nonsense. So AC, I've got ten questions for you. They're all about Alex Kid or Alex the Kid, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, just all sorts of different questions, not true or false or anything. So it's a bit of a hodgepodge. Okay. And let's see who's the best Alex Kid, you or me? <laughs> Question number one, AC. How old is Alex Kidd? He is 12 years old. Close. He's 14.
3: Oh, no. Close. Okay. That's, that's one to Robbie. Older than you think. Uh,
2: for a little weird man like he is. Uh, question number two, AC. Question number two. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the kingdom and the name of the capital city of the kingdom? Oh, it's the shit. same thing. Same name. Okay. the, the Alex Correct. Correct. That's correct. Redaxian is the name of the kingdom that Alex Kid's family rules. Although he doesn't know that at the start. It's the whole orphan who's actually the son of the king trope. Yep. Um, and he, you do meet his brother. Yeah, you do. And he's actually older than you. So when you beat the game, he
3: becomes the king, not you. Which has really always annoyed me. <laughs> I went through all this. And the right of secession goes to... <laughs> That's right. Goes and to what's his name? Because of primogeniture, <laughs> you get
2: to be the king. Um, all right. Question number three, A.C. Mm -hmm. What is the name of the planet that Alex Kidd comes from? Oh,
3: uh, he's. uh, Earth? No, hang on. uh... I'll give you one more chance. Ooh. Hint. It's not Earth. (laughs) Well, geez, that leaves every possible other fictional and non fictional planet we know of. (laughs) Will it be XG32, Uh, a newly discovered exoplanet? uh, P43987. (laughs) Is Is that your guess? God. um Redaxidilia. F- oh um okay um, no, I'm not
2: going to let you look at this okay oh.
3: uh hang on okay um uh calipatorius.
2: <laughs> name of the planet is Aries
3: Oh fuck off
2: Aries like the like the zodiac sign Yeah okay uh right. question 4 yep what is the name of the martial art Alex Kidd knows it's, um, in the, it's in the book, it's in the manual It's oh. in the manual Yeah, if you had the manual of <laughs> Alex Kidd in
3: Miracle World I don't You would know I don't actually have a boxed master system with that manual <laughs> I can go check can, can we pause this so I can go check to see if I have the manual <laughs> Yeah, I'll allow it I'll allow you to go research Okay I'm just going to keep i to
2: hum the song of Alex Kidd while he's doing this hmm 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 hmm
4: mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm
3: Mhm. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's back. The box, Alex. Boxed. It is apparently <laughs> I <can't> Alicia's <laughs> mass fragile Seeger
2: Alicia's fragile But that, That's
3: what it says on the box. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh here we go. Here's a note. Alex, kid. Um. Oh, scissors, paper. So someone actually wrote down. Oh wow. The um. This is someone's handwriting from huh. day. Well, well. I'm surprised um, So there is a Master System in here The Master System Power Base Oh wow they Look at like these games on the back of the box here There's all these
2: games on the back of the box And one of them I'm oh. really interested in Okay oh, you Good got news, it.
3: bad news So there's the Master System Manual yeah. Master System 2 Manual yeah. There is a manual in here But it's for Basketball Nightmare Oh kids. no Not
2: Basketball <laughs>
3: Nightmare um, Basketball say- Nightmares have come true <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> So I don't have a complete in-box master oh, system too, dear. unfortunately. I All have right. Alicia's and Alicia is spelled E-L-E-E-S-H-A, which is like the most bogan way you can spell Alicia. Definitely. Whoever owned this was probably a bogan. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna call it the rock breaking martial art.
2: Well, you're wrong. I was gonna say you're right, right? Like, no, that's oh, Fuck you. You're wrong. Yep. It is called Shellcore. Shellcore. You see, I just never would have
3: Guest. You've heard of hardcore, but what about shellcore? It sounds like what the Ninja Turtles would rap about, maybe? Because you're as hard as a shell. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. I Weirdly, I remember reading that somewhere, that he knows shellcore. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, question number five, AC. Okay. yep. What is the currency of Miracle World? U-Bucks. But what's it called? U-Bucks. Is that your final answer? Um... It is you
3: something? U-bucks?
2: U-dollars? The answer is. we will say it together. Yep. One, two, three. Baums.
3: Baums. Okay, I'm going to give myself a point for that one just because I fucking hate that.
2: B-A-U-M-S. <laughs> it's U-bucks. Baums. I think There's it's a U on you, there. That's how I would say it. It could be Baums. I suppose you could call it Baums. This how sounds German. B-A-U-M-S. Bounce.
3: I say bounds. Anyway, you bucks. All right, you so get. I've you... I, I only got one right so far. I'm not. I'm not doing so well. You want to get that pedicopter it's going to cost you two hundred
2: bounds. <laughs> Question six: AC,
4: mm-hmm.
2: true or false? In the original Japanese version of Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, we're going deep here.
3: Uh, a bit too deep for me. When you
2: defeat an opponent in a janken match, the loser's clothes disappear, leaving them naked. With just a fig leaf over their groin. Yes, that's true. That is true. In the West, uh, they they sort of changed it so that a heavy weight falls on them. Yeah. Because um, Christians don't like people looking like Adam and
3: Eve for some reason.
2: You'd think they'd be all for it. You'd think they'd be all... You know,
3: I because they were... Fig leaf, naked. I, I totally would have converted to Christianity if I saw that back <laughs> in the day. But no, no, they dropped a weight on them and I was like going, Christianity? Yeah. Not fucking for me, mate. That's right. That's one... one- that's, uh, you, you guys well, lost someone up for there. for Satan there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Satan and me, we're, we're friends. Good job, Christian. We're going to go bowling next week. You've ruined Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle,
2: which <laughs> otherwise would have been a great game.
3: <laughs> no.
2: Uh, let's,
3: let's not go nuts.
2: <laughs> question number seven, AC. hmm Question seven. How many miracle balls must Alex Kidd find in Alex Kidd The Lost Stars?
3: Find the miracle balls.
2: hmm There
3: was digitized
2: speech there. Uh, twelve, 12.
3: miracle balls.
2: 12. Technically, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. That yep. is correct. Because you, you're supposed to find six, but then the game makes you do it again. Yep. Because that's the kind of game that it is. It
3: speeds things up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, changes the enemy patterns a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, yeah. I have completed Alex in the Lost there are two.
2: There are two really because great things. Because the, it's
3: the Zodiac, isn't it?
2: Yes, that's right. It's yep. the Zodiac, yeah. Two great things about that game.
3: Number one. For the beautiful balls. 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 Yeah, digitized speech was a uh, hot commodity back then. Uh, and the second great thing about
2: that game, mm-hmm. whenever you get hit by anything, mm-hmm. he screams
3: really loudly.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> like it's the same digitized scream.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's really awful. <laughs> It sounds like he's receiving a really bad blowjob
2: And I liked that game And I hired it many many times from the video store It's Question not
3: eight. a bad game But yeah it's not a I great just, game
2: When I look back on my childhood days mm-hmm. When I reminisce on those Halcyon days I realise <clears throat> that I was an idiot
3: Yeah Yeah you and me both
2: Question 8 mm-hmm. In Alex Kidd Colin High Tech World mm-hmm. What time does the arcade close? 6pm 5 p.m. Mm. So 6 p.m. be a more reasonable time for kids, you know. Yeah, getting out of school, they got to make their way down to the arcade. So but- the,
3: the the thing is that like in Japan, mm. um, there is like a massive like air raid siren in every town that like plays a tune mm. when all like uh, elementary school kids need to go back to their homes. Like they need wow. to stop Playing at the parks And arcades and stuff Oh it's like it's not,
2: it's not like a home. It's not like a school so, It's not
3: like a school bell It's this other thing No no it's like It's kind of like, it's like the, Go the fuck home now Yeah Play the curfew And they say like Everyone All children must go home now To your homes And you know Have a bath and whatever
2: I suppose that's better Than like our method Which is just like Hope the kids come home At
3: some <laughs> point Well in my <laughs> parents case Kind of hope that they don't Oh, you're back. Lousy, traumatic childhood. Uh, good. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Chris. No, I'm Andrew. Andrew. Yes. Geez. Oh, God. I wanted a girl. Right, I got these dinner, I
2: guess. Instead.
3: Bloody hell. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, too real.
2: Question number nine, AC. What year did Alex Kidd in Shinobi World come out?
3: 1988. 89. 87. A nine, 1990. 1990. Yeah, that late. 1990. Yeah. I'm not doing so well on this one, Robbie. You've got, uh, you've got five. And question 10, AC. Hey, I shouldn't do that because we're recording hey, a podcast. Yeah. Um, have we <laughs> missed a question or have I missed, like. Is this really question 10?
2: I believe so. I, th- I think I've calculated I think you've, you've wrong. Un- then. You've done the score bad. You've okay. done a bad scoring.
3: Mm. You've probably already won then.
2: Uh, that's right. right. We'll call it even. Mm. If you get this last question. All right. Question number 10. Mm-hmm. True or false? I oh, wish should play some, like you know, tense music, like it was the um, dun, dun, millionaire dun, game. Dun, 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 dun Alex Kidd, the last star, the Lost Stars. Yep, almost oh, got me there. Alex Kidd, the Lost Stars was originally an arcade game. True or false? False. That is true. Really? That is true. It originally was an arcade game, according to Wikipedia.
3: I I know a lot about.
2: Yeah, Japanese
3: and Sega arcades. I've never seen that.
2: Yeah, and I, in fact, I have a screenshot of it, and I can show you. That weirded me out
3: no end. So before this quiz started, I I, I was sure that one of your questions was going to be what is what is the real name of Alex Kidd in High Tech World? Ah, uh, which is, uh, and Hime which is like a like a, a tomboy princess. So I was like I was like I, I know what he's going to ask. I'm sure he's going to ask this. There's the arcade version. Yeah, it looks kind of shitty, doesn't it? Yeah,
2: it doesn't look much better than the... uh
3: No. But there he is. No, I've never seen that. Yeah. I've never seen that arcade game. And I go to... I try and go to a lot of places in Japan where they have Showa-era arcades. So...
2: It says, oh, this is good. It says, the arcade and Master System versions, they are similar, comma... Aside from graphics and sound.
3: <laughs> so they're pretty similar, except the way they look and sound is completely different. Yeah, well, I mean, gameplay is the most important thing there, but the graphics don't look too much better than the master system. No, so. no. Um, um, all right. So me three, mm-hmm. uh, you seven, you you obviously came out on top there. I'm the best Alex kid. Uh, y- yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you brag about that. All you want. Uh, now before we get into the stream and nonsense segment here For the 100th episode mm-hmm. uh, We do actually have a, a listener question Holy heck Yep, From the Gonna Geek Discord Wait, people listen to this? Oh yeah oh my god Yeah, some people Some people Why? abuse me I get abused by people who listen to this. <laughs> Steve never has Every Never forgiven you. you He's never forgiven you for what you did to him With that dentist quiz <laughs> Which is one of the clips I do believe. Which we're is funny, play later yes, on.
2: because if you listen to the end of this episode, you can hear me tormenting Steve with a really horrible quiz.
3: Oh god, yeah, I listened to that, and I was like, I wouldn't have let you to get away with that because I would just reach over the table and fucking thump you. But poor Steve was fucking in Canada, and he agreed to do the show. I still owe him a favour for covering for me for that episode. I think I need to do like a short circuit podcast with him at some stage. Oh my god! Um, so. Yeah, that would be right. That would be exactly...
2: Oh, man. You two making a Short Circuit podcast would be beautiful. I do. I do love
3: me some Short Circuit. I reckon right, he's, the, he's the perfect... He he really is. Um, and I used to... I love robots. I, I love, like, robots... Robot-ass robots. Robots that obviously don't have, like, a little midget hiding inside of them.
2: Yeah, like a proper robot. A
3: proper robot robot. And mm-hmm. that is what Johnny Five is. Mm-hmm. Johnny Five is the most robot-ass robot you're ever going to meet. So... Um, We have a question from the Geek Discord here. From Haru uh, Fonzkes. Sure, that's a real Uh, name. Well, P-H-O-N-Z-X. Fonzkes. Anyway, (laughs) he goes, for the AU guys, Mm. what kind of games do you have on the Switch for your kids? Mm. My five-year-old is expressing interest in the Wii... And Switch mm, mm. So I suppose this is kind of a more general question You don't actually own a Switch
2: No I don't So um, I'm kind of disqualified But I can give my opinions anyway
3: Well yeah opinions but also like What is your child wanting to play? Like does your child want to play? Does Ruby want to play games? Well
2: it's funny because we just introduced her to games recently mm-hmm. um, Did you take to them? Yeah well we I've always thought that Donut County would be a great first game for a kid Yeah yeah So Joe has it on the iPad Okay. Which I thought was it'd be a great way to learn to um, to because inter- it's, yeah. it's so easy. Like just touch screen, so easy mm. for kids. You know, um, she loved it. She thought it was really fun. She laughed her head off when they th- fell down the well. She really liked the part where at the end of the level you get to watch them falling. Yeah, you know when the music plays and stuff, and she, yeah, she really enjoyed that. She needed my help occasionally with some of the more like puzzly.
3: Some of them are a little esoteric. Like you really need to kind of actually get the sequence right
2: yeah so she needed my help with those bits mm. but she totally got the idea of the game and um really enjoyed it and she actually wanted me like to start with i was skipping through the story bits yeah because i thought oh she doesn't care about this but she by the end of it she was making me read them all out so she was like following the story and oh, she was like laughing along with, like she thought it was it, really it's cute. a funny
3: game that yeah. is a that is a good ass funny game that is something i should really play on the switch again actually it's, it's really worth like i played it all in one go yeah, And uh, Donut County is probably a really good introduction game Even if you can't get all the way through it mm. It is a fun game just to introduce the, the mechanics of, of video games
2: Yeah, so we, that was a good first game for her The other thing she plays is this ABC kids game That's like
3: ABC the TV channel? Yeah,
2: so that's like for the listener who probably isn't from Australia um, Yeah, yeah ABC is like the national broadcaster here. Um, it's publicly funded, but unlike PBS, there's like lots of money for it. Cause
3: well, we, let's not say lots, well, but there is a, a line, lot more than PBS. Yeah, a they're not, lot of they're PBS. not
2: begging for money on TV yeah. every, like, every other day. Um, so, and they have like, you know, their own like proprietary programming and, and, and this game is like a bunch of that stuff. So it's just little games for preschool kids. And she enjoys that as well. Um, I don't know about the Switch, though. What do you think, AC? What would you do for, for if you were going to give your kid if you were going to give your kid the Switch? Like, well, first of all,
3: cutter a Switch.
2: First of all, would you? And second of all, like, what, what age? What games do you think you'd recommend?
3: This is this is super tricky um, for me. I um, so for those most people who listen to this podcast probably know that my uh, my daughter May. Uh, is low vision, so she's effectively sight impaired or legally blind. Mm-hmm. So introducing her to games is somewhat difficult because yep. I would really need to find something that she can actually see and that's slow enough for her to follow. Now, she does mm. watch a lot of TV and she does watch a lot of YouTube. Mm. She effectively sticks her finger in the side of her eyeball to manipulate like the, the, the shape
4: yeah. so
3: she can kind of see better and kind of focus. Um. Which is super interesting, uh, but <laughs> it's a bit weird because I don't really know what or how to introduce her to games. I don't, other than Donut County, um, which is a great game, but unfortunately it's just too the colours are too muted yeah. in that game for her to play and yeah. see stuff properly. It needs properly. to be much more bright. And stuff. Yeah, it needs to be super bright colours uh, mm-hmm. and it needs to be super easy for her to play. Yeah. Now, yeah. interestingly enough, she has been getting into watching Maria play. Oh. Animal Crossing. All oh, right. So Maria is literally playing Animal Crossing right now on the couch next <laughs> to me. She has played about, I reckon, about a hundred hours of that game so far <laughs> since it came out. She's been playing it every single day. Mm-hmm. And well, you have to.
2: I you don't. You don't want to miss your daily things Well, no, you don't. You got to make sure you see KK Slider and, and the gang. Yeah,
3: she's um. <laughs> so something was bugging me about KK Slider. <laughs> the other day oh because on Saturday nights
4: yeah he comes uh, out he, he comes out down, and then
3: plays. credits roll afterwards and then if you just you just let it play mm-hmm. and then the credits finish and he's still in does the like spark
2: up a durry or something <laughs> like what does he in, do <laughs> okay
3: so here's what I discovered the other day like the KK slider kind of looks like Snoopy or that kind of stuff yeah. but I was like why is this bothering me and then I had an epiphany a couple of days ago um, so all the other animals in Animal Crossing wear clothes KK Slider is fucking naked. Oh my god, you're right. He is literally only only wearing a guitar. Wow. He comes out with a guitar, strums, and all the other ones are going, oh my god, look at that. I don't think they like his music. He's just a fucking exhibitionist. He's a stripper. He's a Chippendale. (sighs) He really is. That Snoopy-ass motherfucker is basically going in cock out with his guitar. Oh my god. (laughs) And like, because something was like going, why does this look weird to me? And then, (laughs) like, I was going, shit. Shit, he's not wearing clothes.
2: Oh, well, that explains the fan dance that I got <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> it all making sense.
3: Though. Yeah, it's a bit weird. To, you know. yeah. I don't know. I don't know the previous games, but that was just something <laughs> that kind of struck me. Uh, um, so what uh, May has been doing is that when Mummy is playing a game, she wants to play a game too. Mm-hmm. So I um, have a Famicom, mm-hmm. like an old Famicom, and Famicoms are dirt cheap, and there's hundreds of thousands of them in in Japan. You can buy them for like. 200 yen like two bucks yeah yeah um i had one that was broken and i kind of um wanted to put make into like a um a, it's one of my long-term projects mm. that i want to make into a clock uh, okay. Um, but like a cartridge with like an lcd or led kind of clock interface mm-hmm. where you can mm-hmm. see and put it in the in the, the cartridge in the in the slot so it looks like a clock. Anyway, um, I cut the cords off the controllers of the Famicom. Oh. So she has her own controller. So she goes, <laughs> where is my controller? So I give her the, the Famicom controller oh, wow. and she presses the button while she's watching mummy play, oh, which is yeah. pretty very, very cute. That's adorable. So that's her cute. controller. She goes, where's my controller? So, fish. yeah, and she loves watching Maria catch fish and that's, she pretends she's catching fish as well. That's so cute yeah it's very very cute so she's got her own controller a Famicom controller which is very fitting in my opinion very very fitting indeed um, so honestly I there is one thing I did promise her I mm. promised her when she is old enough I would buy her an Umperman game oh wow okay I don't know which one I'm going to buy her though
2: mm. they're I, all great I'm sure well
3: I mean Umperman <laughs> is bright and colourful and she could probably play the games Yeah, yeah. so I want to do that but, like, the Famicom version of Amperman... Amperman mm. was quite new.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Is one of the rarest games on the Famicom. Oh, really? It goes okay. for hundreds and hundreds of, of dollars. Oh, uh, it's very rare because, like, you know... Late stage of the Famicom, who's going to buy an Umpman game? Mm. So it's quite rare. Um, there were, I think there's like a couple of Umpman games for every system. So I'm kind of looking at PS1, PS2 at the moment.
4: Okay.
3: Um, hopefully they're kind of easy games which she can learn to play and, and have fun with and stuff like that. But they're still not cheap, and mm. I'm going to have to import them from Japan. The cheap ones that I did find are for the 3DS. Oh, dear. But it's just the screen for the 3DS is too well, small for her. That's what I was
2: going to say. It's too little. It's just yeah. too
3: small. So I'm going to have to buy her a console game. And I did promise I'd do this. So I literally need to import a
2: extremely expensive
3: a, a very expensive umperman game possibly for her birthday our is a promise, and i will definitely well, i will follow right. through we i will do get her things, an umperman
2: game we do these things for our kids yeah. we do yeah.
3: so at the moment um she's not really playing games although she would like to so i need to introduce her to something that's mm. easy and fun i suppose what i will say interestingly is that um for our listener or uh she she kind of... She knows what a touchscreen is. Mm. Because she does, like, have... Some interactivity with, like, iPads and stuff like that. The thing is, she thinks every fucking screen is a touch screen <laughs> so there are handprints all over my television yeah because <laughs> yeah. she's like slap 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 <laughs> it's not changing daddy i want to watch this youtube video uh, slap uh, slap uh, slap uh, i was like no that's not a touch screen oh it's God. like ah i have a problem a
2: little bit with my laptop at work because my laptop at work is a touch screen ah and then i'll be i'll come home and joe will be on her laptop looking at something rather and i'll reach out to touch the screen <laughs> Because instinctively, I just think that every laptop is a touchscreen now because that's what I'm used to. So.
3: Yeah, mine is too. It's pretty
2: funny. Um, yeah. All right, well, for our, for our bloke, though, who's got a five year old, I mean, what's, what games are on the Switch that a five year old could enjoy? Like. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. So <laughs> yeah. Animal Crossing
3: and, like, the fishing aspect of Animal Crossing. Mm. Like,
2: you don't. But you have it, to read a lot of reading in that game, though,
4: don't you?
3: So here's the thing when you play a game with your kid. Mm. Uh, It's important to remember that you... The kid doesn't have to play the game alone. Yeah. You can play the game with the kid. Mm. So you can do... You can read out to them. You can do some of the more... um, You know, some of the more difficult aspects of the game. Mm. You can create your own character. You can give them their own name. You know... Yeah, yeah. You know, your five-year-old's probably going to want to call it Poopy Butthole or something like that. Yeah. But that's that's fine.
2: That's what I want to call my character. (laughs) (laughs) You get your own ideas, kid. Yeah.
3: So... (laughs) Look, Ruby battles taken. You don't. You can play these games with your kid, uh, and and that's mm. like a quite a heartwarming and bonding experience. Yeah, the ki- you don't just hand the controller to the kid and say, "Off you go, sport." You can you can well, you can what it
2: share like, it. That's what it was like with Ruby, like playing mm. Donut County. You know, like exactly, reading the yeah. story to her and. Like it was kind of fun And watching her like laugh her head off When things fall down the hole and everything it's,
3: so, it's good. Yeah. so the fishing aspect I think is a great way to start Because they, they see the object in the water they, they aim it They catch the fish They get the fish And it's like oh my god I can do this mm-hmm. So it's a, a good um, like And there's always fish So it's a good risk reward sort of thing And Donut County is also a really good one as well
4: mm-hmm.
3: Alright now we're going to into our stream of nonsense Excellent So, you and I got together online recently. We did. A couple of times, actually. Yeah. To play a couple of games. The first game we played um, uh, over the internet due to uh, social distancing mm-hmm. uh, was one of my favourite games... Which might actually make the top five mm. for me. Mm. I'm not sure what it would overtake though, that's the problem. Mm. Which is Broforce.
2: Yeah. that's a that's one of AC's favourite games. I enjoy a bit of Broforce. So I thought we'd play some Broforce online and you know, blow up some terrain and watch me die. She's watching me die a bunch. Kill the devil. Yeah. Every
3: every episode every level ends with you killing the devil.
2: Yeah, I'm not very good at that game. But uh, I,
3: I make up for it with enthusiasm. With with Moxie, yeah.
2: Um, but that is that, that is genuinely a fun game don't let the name turn you off if you don't like rose and bro culture don't worry it's not that it's it a fun it is very much a parody of that it's a fun game with like action hero guys from the 80s in it that's fun so if you like that if you like if you were around in the 80s um, and you like you know want to see Ripley and I don't know uh uh, the the uh, vietnam man guy and uh commando and shooty and face and, uh, shooty Rambo, face McGee, yeah die hard boy those guys yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: brolander Highlander, All your favorite. Yeah. look at this um there's a, a lot of good characters it's a it's a very good parody of mm. those kind of things and and just of like american macho culture
2: yeah, yeah i think yeah. that's that's really good reference reverential humor uh so yeah we played a bit of
3: that ac we did we we got into hell we played most of hell we almost got up to the last level uh but we kept dying
2: i think we're close to beating it though
3: we are very close to beating Mm. it uh you, you need to get lucky in certain points like there are patterns and everything like that but there's a certain amount of luck Mm-hmm. Uh, that needs to happen when you're playing two player. The screen doesn't always need to like doesn't always go to where you want it to go. Kind of zooms in, zooms out, and goes. I don't know where you should, where I should be with what's going on. Mm-hmm.
2: Basically, it kind of adds to the chaos of it all. But um, it really does. Yeah, that's that's a fun game. So we'll definitely keep playing that one. But we also played a, an old classic. I see. we did, or a, uh, an, know, a new, new, old, updated
3: project. classic. I think it's fair to say, which mm-hmm. is Worms WMD. Yeah, uh, and for this. The fifth <coughs> member of Game Life Balance. The fifth Beatle. The fifth Beatle. Back <laughs> right then, that was known as the fifth <coughs> Beatle. Um, Andrew Elchan Lynch joined us for this as well. Yeah. We had a gay old time, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> we definitely. Definitely did. Um, it was a bit of a three-way. Uh, it was a, There was a... We created a Discord channel for this just so we could uh-huh. insult each other as as we were all playing Worms. Mm-hmm. Uh Elchan yeah. is a is a devilish master. I think yeah. it's fair to say. I was real. I lost a lot. You did. Yeah. You lost e- pretty much like before Elchan joined. <laughs> yeah. I think you lost every game to me. Mm-hmm. And then when Elchan joined,
2: it was like a bit of a more even spread between me losing to you and losing to Elchan.
3: Yeah, but you did win one game. I won because- once, and
2: I felt like, well, I'm not going to get any better than this, so I quit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> because Elchan and I were just going. At each other, hammer and tongs. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're both trying to convince you. No, no, no. You need to team up with me because the other one's totally evil. Come on, you know
2: that. Are you saying that I was like the 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 pawn in your game of checkers? Mm,
3: yeah, I was m- more more useless than that. But sure. <laughs> no, look, uh Elchan and I have a long history of worms, uh, yeah. especially prodding people. Like the most humiliating of the deaths. Uh, I did get one prod. It's very proud of that game. So the prod telly is back up and running. I will admit,
2: yeah, I was up against two two veterans of Worms. Um, been playing it for many, many years.
3: We we are seasoned uh, masters of this game. And
2: we I played Worms so. WMD, which is a fairly recent game, a couple it came out a couple of years ago, I yeah, think. Yeah, like within and, the
3: past five or six. And so that's years.
2: like a faith, basically a faithful kind of like like it's like an updated version of the old Worms yeah. games. Like they're not trying to do anything dramatically different from um, what was the one that everyone used to have?
3: Uh, worms Armageddon, Armageddon, and yeah. Worms World Party, World Party was some of the, yeah. the better ones. So
2: I think it's like it's in that vein. Like yeah. I think after that they tried to do some weird things. Like there were a couple of 3D Worms games that were not very good. They tried to sort of update the format, but I think giving up and just keeping sticking to what you're good at.
3: Yeah, um, Team Seventeen really just should have said fuck you to 3D Worms. I did play 3D Worms with Elchan. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's it, okay. It's yeah. it's not. It's not fun in the same way. It's no. a lot more tactical because the three D plane really means you have to be a lot more accurate and you're not gonna have as much fun with silly weapons.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think part of part of the joy of worms is like all the weird weapons and like kind of fucking up and hurting yourself, like doing dumb things and making mistakes as part of the fun of worms. So one of the things I, I found amusing was playing against the AI. They've actually built in some, like, stupidity into the AI, where it'll, it'll just occasionally blow itself up and stuff like yeah. that, which I think is part of the
3: Authentic Worms experience. Well, because you do that to yourself. Yeah. Like, you, you think the, the the computer shouldn't do that. Yeah. But the computer does do that. Mm, mm. And it's funny because that is, like, what, you know, like, you think, how can the computer screw up so bad? But you do do that to yourself. Like, you'll drop a piece of dynamite just a couple of pixels too short right next to you rather than over the ledge. Yeah, yeah. And then you try and run away.
2: And you don't jump right, so you jump or up you instead of, like...
3: Or you control the <laughs> super sheep in the bad way, and you end up crashing into yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things are, like, part of the human experience of playing worms. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so that was actually a really fun night.
3: It was. I, I think we should do that again.
2: I'd like to. I think before restrictions get pulled and we'll go back to something approaching normal if Mm. if that even is a possibility i think we should play more worms because that's a heck of a lot of fun get a six pack of beers yep and just you know sit back and have a good laugh i think i kept joe up a bit because i was laughing so much playing that so that's that's a good indicator i think oh
3: yeah definitely
2: how much sleep my girlfriend got (laughs) the less the better uh yeah so that, that was really fun and that's the kind of thing that we should all be doing now in this time of the corona um Multiplayer online
3: gaming, you know? Yeah, and that that is one of the things that... One of the reasons I kind of want to change up the format to Mm. games that we both play together, even if it's against each other or co-op. Yeah. Like that, you know, something that two people, two... Anyone around the world can Mm do. It's good if you're in the same room, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Yeah. Which is why I kind of want to change the focus of what we do because there are a whole lot of new, good you know, games for, you know, for multiplayer that are coming out at yeah, the moment.
2: Yeah, for sure. There's so many, actually. And I'm, mm. I'm just thinking about, like, there's a bunch of games already. I'm, off the top of my head, I'm like, that would be good to play.
3: So I um, actually got Streets of Rage 4. Ah. Uh, recently for the Switch. Yeah, we should check this out. Uh, we really should. I think you can, like, one of the reasons I got this is because Elchan said he was going to get it. Mm. And I went, right, I'm going to get it. We're going to play it. Um, there was a bit of a, an argy bargy about whether we should do it on Switch or Steam. We ended up doing it on Switch because I think it's a lot easier for Elchan to play on Switch, and mm, mm. then it is on the computer because
4: yes.
3: he's got a um, uh, he's got an 18 month old, I think. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's good. I know he's got a I know he's got a kid. I just don't know <laughs> yeah, the exact age of some said kid.
2: some kind of child.
3: Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's probably easy for him to have like a portable version of that. Mm. The thing is that um, we both got it for the Switch, mm. and I, I like the graphic style. It's kind of, it's like 2D, but, you know, 2D looks sprite-based. Uh, the character models and everything look really cool. Mm. Uh, you say there are a lot of levels, mm-hmm. and it saves at the end of every level, mm. and everything resets. So you, you go back to three lives and, like, one super. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of like kind of fighting game moves you can do if you master it, which is pretty cool. Okay. I played as Blaze because I always play as Blaze. Mm-hmm. Um, Elchan played as the uh, as the the girl with the guitar, okay? Hi- not hippie, it's, it's something stunning with H, anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she beats people together with a bass guitar, it's pretty cool. Bit of
2: a girl power.
3: Yeah, uh, and the problem for us is that the the netcode either sucks or our internet sucks mm. because there was so much lag mm. between us. It was like we played through the first four levels, mm. but after that it became unplayable. Wow. Okay.
4: Uh,
3: and everyone in the world is using internet at the moment. You know, we were probably playing at a peak time because. You know, it's difficult to go outside of the peak time for us.
2: Yeah, it could be the case that it's just
3: that. It's Mm. it's, it's a good possibility. Possibly the netcode was bad, but also... Like, I have fiber to the house here, so I know my internet is pretty good. Mm. Uh, And Japanese internet, generally (laughs) speaking, is pretty good. But we tried a whole bunch of things to try and fix the problem, but there was just too much delay. It's kind of like playing chess. You kind of need to plan your moves ahead. That sucks. Yeah, Yeah. and and there is... um, uh, friendly fire turned on but this is something that i want to do with you and review for the new format
2: yeah okay well let's save that but i think we should yeah. definitely well we will we'll, 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 i can't speak we will play that at some point we will indeed yeah. i won't let you not play it with the streets
3: me. of rage yeah, Come it's on. Street's yeah yeah we definitely need to play that game
2: mm-hmm.
3: all right so what have uh, what have you been playing recently oh, so we've, we've been in lockdown for a while I'm, I'm kind of resistant to calling it quarantine. Yeah, because it's not
2: really quarantine. Not
3: really, no. It's just like the government said, look, guys, seriously, just just lock yourselves away and we'll try and get through this. And we are getting through this, so. Yeah. So I have had lots of
2: time to... Well, not lots, because I have a full-time job that I can do from home without too much trouble, so... Yeah, me too. I haven't had as much like free time as other people have. Mm, um, yeah, you, you think
3: just by being at home, you have a lot more free time. Yeah. Which is kind of true and kind of not. It's funny, yeah. Like, I've actually not played as much games as you, as you might think. Yeah, me too.
2: But I have I have been playing a lot of games. What What have you been playing, anyway? Well, okay, so I'll just... I've got a little short list of things here.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So, I went back to some old favourites. So, I was feeling the need for a bit of video game comfort food. So, I installed Heroes of Might and Magic 2. <laughs> Heroes of Might and Magic 2. Oh, of course. It's a game from, like, the 90s. It's like a PC game... Like a very light strategy game. It's kind of like an RPG and a strategy game at once. It's um, it's, it's
3: very much something that if you did not own a console and you owned a PC, mm-hmm. you would definitely, like, 90% chance mm-hmm. you would own that game.
2: Yeah, it was like one of the premier... It was a
3: PC staple.
2: Yeah, early 90s console games. Mm. I mean, PC games. So I played a bit of that. Um, it's still challenging, actually, to try and... You know, the, the AI is pretty ruthless. Um, so that's, that's a fun one, because... It's maintained its challenge a little bit. Um, but I mainly went back to play that because I was like, well, this is familiar and it gives me those nostalgic vibes. And right now, at that point in time, I needed that. So that was good. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I also reinstalled Total War Shogun 2 um, because that's one of the few Total War games I never actually beat. There's actually two Total War games I never beat. Yep. Which is this one. Yep, Shogun. And uh, what's it called? Um, oh, it's not Rome. It's not Rome 2. It's the one that came up. Mediterranean or something? Or? No, it's like a... Oh, why can't I think of it? Barbarian? No, not barbarian invasions. Gothic or...? Anyway, it's the one that's set in like 400 AD when the Rome is like falling. And um, it's very challenging because... Well, to play as Rome is very hard because you're getting invaded by all these barbarian tribes and things like that yeah anyway so i never beat that but i also never beat shogun and shogun has this the great thing about shogun 2 is that it's very focused it's a very focused game it's and all the like for better or worse it's it's much more homogenized like all the different clans you can play as are pretty similar they all can field pretty similar troops they all have like one troop type or one thing that the other clans can't do But apart from that, it's really, really similar. And what that does is it makes the game much more balanced, actually. And with that balance comes a lot more challenge. And it also does this thing where the more territory you take and the bigger and more powerful you become, the shogun gets more and more worried about you and more concerned and eventually will declare war on you and all the other clans will declare war on you all at once. So you have to fight everyone. And that makes the game very challenging. Yeah, Um, but
3: I know the way you play. You play in central Japan, like... So you get attacked from you get fucked from both sides, effectively. Yeah,
2: because I wanted to, again because I, I like the idea of playing as someone like who in history was actually quite powerful. So I yeah. played as the Oda, and um, I think you start. I think your son is um, in Nobunaga. Ah, oh,
3: okay. So,
2: so you eventually get to play as as him, mm-hmm. and he almost unified you know the history, but he almost unified Japan. And you basically, came pretty basically cool, did it? it, and then Tokugawa like kind of did the. Yeah, Tokugawa just, just finished yeah, the I job.
4: Think,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and 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 one thing you can do, which I think o- the Oda were known for, was you can you can get gunpowder weapons. So I really want to work towards getting that, and just like winning all the battles.
3: Basically, weapons. you want to west, you want a westernify yeah. Japan,
2: and then 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 ban guns. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, very so the, strategic. The Oda are interesting because they, yeah, they do start right in the middle of the of the. Of the map, hmm. they're not too far from from um, the capital, I think. Um, so it does create this problem where you can easily end up fighting on two fronts. So I'm trying to push, I'm trying to push sort of north yeah. to capture the top top bit of Japan. I'm not good with yeah. geography. The top <laughs> bit of Japan, right? Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. And then Hokkaido I'll do the, and, and yeah. Sendai, and, and they'll do the bottom bit. like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really it's actually really really fun because immediately i'm remembering how challenging it is you know because you don't if you expand too rapidly you piss off the shogun too early and then everyone declares war on you so you want to like gradually expand without upsetting too many people it's this Mm. like interesting delicate game of like being ruthless but also knowing when to take your opportunity and which is
3: pretty accurate to how that era of politics was played out in japan yeah yeah because like the even even back then like the The Emperor of Japan kind of was still Basically kind of a Like a a non- Like everyone respected the Emperor Mm. But he didn't hold a whole lot of actual power Yeah
2: and that's that's what you see here Is that like they have The idea of the Emperor is powerful Mm. And like the Emperor can Declare war on You know can make Or the Shogun I suppose Is like the sort of the power behind the throne Can Command the other um, Clans to do things but the clans basically just do what they want, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's like the whole island is just the whole islands, I should say, are just sort of a bunch of different warring factions. You know, it wasn't. It probably wasn't a very pleasant time to be to be around um, at that time. But yeah, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying playing that. I've still got a, a ways to go with it, but I'm actually really. I'm actually really keen to get back to it and keep playing it. I think that's a good sign when you're like. Itching to play it.
3: Yeah, no, that is definitely a very good Um, thing.
2: Because I feel like I can win this time if I'm clever. If I'm smart, you know.
3: So how far Um, through the game are you?
2: I've conquered a few places, but I've made them... I've been careful. I've made them my vassals. So rather than just... What's the word? Rather than just absorbing them into my territory, like annexing them.
4: Hmm.
2: I'm making them vassals. So they still have independence and and autonomy. So you're
3: kind of of a bit of a roam sort of. Yeah, I'm kind of just setting
2: my tentacles out, you know. Um, But... There's you can rule yourself this, But I have final say There's a bigger I had a big war With the Takeda clan Recently mm-hmm. And they're like Cavalry focused ah. So my The Oda have The one ability The Oda have That makes them like You know Cool or something It's the most boring ability Of all But the best It makes the average Foot soldiers Like the lowly Not not samurai But like the lowly Foot soldiers Yeah Better Like your your, your average troops Are better And so you just feel, better trained, You yeah. just field huge Armies of commoners
3: Farmers and and stuff like that. you've you've basically conscripted.
2: Yeah, and and you just and they're cheap, and you can field huge armies of them, and they're and they're better than the the peasants, the other guys field. So I'm just trying to like overwhelm my enemies with numbers, you know, which is actually working out
3: pretty well. But ah, cannon fodder. My wife comes from a farming family, actually, so.
2: Yeah, so it's funny, like, I'm enjoying the game and, and it does teach you a little bit about Japanese history.
3: Japanese history is is pretty interesting because it, they kind of went, um, not unnoticed, but yeah. kind of... ...uninvaded, for mm. a better word, for a very, very long time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, not
3: for want of trying, but they were kind of left to their own devices. But the
2: Mongols gave it a red-hot go. Yeah, and they
3: sank that... all of their ships.
2: I think that was it for a while.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and until, basically, the black ship arrived. Like, mm. there was interference from mm. the Dutch mm. and Portuguese... Yeah. ...when they introduced Christianity... ...and they gave and them, like, medical books and stuff well. like that... ...and yeah. firearms. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they weren't truly opened up until, like, the black ship... Um, Commander Perry came in and said, "Oi, knock, knock, knock! Yeah. I'm here. Open up. We're giving you one week to decide. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll blow
2: you the fuck up." Gunboat diplomacy, they call it. Yep. Um, yeah, this is set. This is this game is set um, in what do they call it? The Sengoku Jedi period, or like mm. the it's like the warring period before the Tokugawa before
3: before the unification.
2: Yeah, yep. and at that point, so it's like this period where the West was influencing things they mm. were they were trading with the western but then i understand that once tokugawa took over they shut the borders and basically just like kicked everyone out
3: yeah like there mm. were there were limited mm. dutch settlements mm. and ports where you could trade yeah. with the japanese but yeah. they were only open basically to the dutch i think or it's the Portuguese.
2: it's really fun i'm really learning a lot and like mm. it's like from obviously my friendship with you guys and like And Joanna, like my, my girlfriend also like very, is very close. Japan is very close to her heart. She lived there for many months and still sends, she still gets mail from her like foster family every, every year.
3: And you know, she speaks a bit of the language as well. Yeah.
2: So, and it's interesting for me to play this and I'm kind of like trying to,
3: Learn a little bit. Well, and I mean, you know, in this in this relationship, in this in this foursome, mm. you're kind of the odd one out. I know. <laughs> I
2: don't even like anime much. <laughs> you loser. Yeah, I know. I like Trigun's good, but anyway. Yeah, okay, um, I'll, I'll
3: agree with you there. I fucking love Trigun.
2: But uh, yeah, it's been fun. Um, I'm enjoying playing through that. The other so the other game I'm playing at the moment, mm-hmm. um, which is a relatively new one, I I've had it on my wish list on Steam for ages, and then I saw that there was discounted, so I went and bought it, which is Call of Duty World War 2 which came out I think in 2019 or 2018 like
3: pretty recently 20, it's pretty recent but I want to see think. was like 2018 yeah so the last yeah. few years you know um, it was kind of at the arse end of like World War 2 being popular again Because well, they're it trying in, to bring it back it comes in peaks and troughs yeah basically like this
2: was them trying to bring World War 2 back yeah and I was, I was probably the only person in the world that was like stoked for that. You know, everyone else is like,
3: Ugh, "Oh, not again! Really? You have to go through this again?" I just want
2: my M4. Look, everyone's killed them-
3: Hitler by now. Come on! The problem with
2: See, this is the problem for the Call of Duty fans. You can't have your like weed leaf Thompson machine. You know, you, you can't, you can't put your like your like bong charm on, on the end of your like 1914 era rifle. You yeah. know, like it doesn't really work. All this, like, all the things that people like about Call of Duty the, in the modern world don't really apply to the World War Two era. Like, I don't know. It's a hard sell. I like... I mean, I bought it to play the, the single-player campaign. And I bought it on sale for that reason. Because God knows I'm not paying 90 bucks to play the single-player. I waited till it was on sale. So I picked it up for 30.
3: Those games um, don't go on sale that much. No, so when it came on sale,
2: that? I was like, wow, it's on sale. I can't believe it. So I went... And, Hmm. And bought it, and I'm playing the, the single player, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, It's awesome. Good. And it, I, I will say, like, okay, it's Call of Duty, so it's the same thing. It's that frantic, fast-paced first-person shooting thing. And mm-hmm. the campaigns in Call of Duty are always really good, and they they always invoke that feeling of panic. They do a really good job of making you panic, yeah. which I think is what it makes you feel like you're in combat a bit, because you're like just the sound of bullet of the bullets going over your head, like hmm. someone's shooting at you. It just makes you tense when you're playing the game it's like stop it you know like stop trying to kill me um i don't appreciate this the game and they've always ever since the first one back in like 2003 or whenever it was like they've done a great job of making you feel stressed and panicked in a combat situation so very good you know it it did that thing again (laughs) um what's clever about this game that i'm enjoying is that they try to introduce some humanity to the characters that you that are accompanying you and your little squad
3: so they have a backstory
2: yeah so it's so unlike in the original Call of Duty uh, there was a a a Russian campaign a British campaign and an American campaign like so you could play all three different fronts and use all the different guns and stuff like that and this this game doesn't do that it really focuses on the Americans for better or worse Mm. bit disappointing because you know it would have been fun to see the Russian side of things But um, I think what they tried to do was really make the story better and like focus on this group of people and really flesh them out and try and try and make your squad mates likeable individuals that you could kind of get fond of and things like that. So that when they inevitably kill them, I suppose that you feel something. Are, you
3: well, know. yeah, I mean that's that's how these kind of <clears throat> stories work. It's a So in some ways, it's a pretty. It this reminds a very me of, Band of Brothers. It reminds
2: me of World War World War Two movies in, yeah. in that way. And some of it's a bit stereotypical. Like you've seen it, you're, you're watching it, and you're going, "I swear, I've seen this before." Somewhere, yeah, you know.
3: Yeah, this is, this is Saving uh, Private Ryan. This is yeah. Red Line.
2: But part of that, I think, part of the familiarity of that is just that. Well, it's the forties, and they're men, and that this is how young men in the nineteen forties talked and how they related to each other and
3: yeah so, so it's familiar,
2: it's familiar in that way but mm. they do some unique things like one there's an opening scene where uh i like the scene that they're the gambling you're on the ship and you're gambling and, and uh, they're doing like five finger freddy with the knife oh yeah and uh the have, cor- you, have you ever done that no uh i don't i've done it with a pencil when i was like in <laughs> school but not like a knife um and uh, this bloke vote like Bets one of the other guys His um Saint I think it's Saint Michael charm Like his His lucky Like charm That he wears Yeah, yeah. Um, And the guy And the guy wins it off him And the guy wins Wins it off him is Jewish So he doesn't even believe in <laughs> In you know All the saints And stuff like that Yeah And it's just an interesting A tense moment Between them Where he's like You don't even believe in that shit And like it, gets a bit, it almost gets a bit racist and then it kind of calms yeah. down and then they kind of simmer down a bit and you're like, oof, that was, that
3: was... That was getting close.
2: A bit tense. And then there's this like tense relationship with your sergeant. Like the sergeant yeah. doesn't get along with the lieutenant and like will... And they argue in front of you and you can tell that's not... Like there's some cool human dynamics here that you wouldn't... That makes it feel a little bit more real. The idea of like you're the chain of command being messed up that way with the sergeant doing his own thing and not listening to what the lieutenant says and stuff like that. Is like, huh, this is interesting, you know? Um, and it gives it a bit more of something than just action scene after action scene.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
2: and I have grown a little bit fond of some of the characters. I think they've done a good... I think what I'm trying to say is they did a pretty good job with that stuff. Like, it's a bit stereotypical. It's a bit cliched. Yeah. But they did it very well. And, um, the facial expressions, like the graphics are amazing. So like, they look like people now in a way they didn't before, um, which also adds something to it. Hmm. And I did the boring thing of looking up on Wikipedia and following like, okay, what's this unit that they say they're from? And like, did they actually do these things? And they're actually following, it's actually following so the So this, this unit
3: did exist?
2: Yeah. Well, it's, you're in the first infantry division and like the fight and the, the different battles that you go through are battles that the first infantry division Fought him. Okay. Except there's this weird sidetrack bit where you go and you help the French Resistance to liberate Paris, which really felt, I gotta say, like a hard 90 degree turn from where the game was going. Yeah. And very distracting. And
3: but this is coming from um, someone who knows a lot about World War II history. I suppose. Yeah.
2: It just felt to me it felt false that they would just pick some random bozos from the infantry and send them off to help the French resistance. Like I'd I'd believe it more if they were like special ops or if you were like, you know, if
3: there was some sort of plan, if you were working with like the
2: British special forces, or if you were part of like the OSS or some other, like, you know, clandestine espionage group, but no, you're just like average GIs, you know. So it
3: just—it just seems. But I suppose weird. it. Yeah, if they built it up mm. and said like, "Oh my God, you guys are doing so well. You've, you know, you've really proven yourselves on the battlefield. Mm. I think we might have a special mission for you."
2: Yeah, they kind like of that. try and do that, but then the next level after that, you go back to just being a grunt again, and it's mm. like,
4: so this then, is, yeah,
2: that It just seemed like a silly showcase thing yeah. that just it just took away it took away from what i was enjoying about the game which was the story and the characters and the the realism of it mm. so this is a very like niche rob Complaint. I wonder whether someone else who doesn't know the history as well would be like, oh yeah, now I'm in Paris. Yeah, fine. I,
3: I, I don't know. I you just know. don't think there's a lot of people who really comment on the single player. No, people just don't care about the single player. No, yeah. it's just not really something that I hear people comment on, yeah. you know, because I know there's a big online culture about those games.
2: I think some people never play the single player. And the, some people are quite proud of it. They'll like proudly say that they, I never played the single player. and I didn't no, no, touch we don't it even or...
3: need one. Yeah. We, can, we can just do away and with that. And that's fine. I get that.
2: I, and mm. just, that's just, I'm there for a different thing you know um, but yeah I'm enjoying it I'll keep playing it Um, right now we just we just crossed the Rhine and we're in Germany so like shit's getting real I guess you could say Um, yeah it's good I like it for 30 bucks it's a good deal I think it might still be on sale for the next couple of days, by the time this episode goes out, though, it probably won't be on sale anymore. So, maybe don't buy it <laughs> until it goes on sale again. Um, if you, did if it go me. on
3: sale possibly because it didn't sell as well as they thought it I think yeah. so.
2: I think they did a big bundle and you could get... Although, this might actually be a Call of Duty. Like, sometimes they just do the whole franchise goes on sale on, on Steam and it might be like a Call of Duty sale. Can't, couldn't couldn't tell you. Um, but my interest in Call of Duty is very much with the World War II stuff and I don't really like... The modern warfare stuff. Mm. So it might be a while before you hear me review one of those games again. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but that's been my that's my list of games. I haven't missed a single one. So what do I throw it to UAC? Have you been playing? arms in this time of crisis in this
3: unprecedented time oh god as everyone likes I to say i hate that phrase so much <laughs> yeah. it's like in these unprecedented times in these uncertain times yeah. the way that people start emails it is it's like m- oh fuck off i stayed <laughs> at your hotel once like six fucking years ago don't tell me that in these unprecedented times you're going to take care of my fucking health fuck off <laughs> honestly um yeah look i have been playing games <clears throat> i have not been playing games as much as i think Thought, yeah, I would. I'm a very social gamer, as you know. One of the reasons why we want to do the two-player co-op or versus sort of games is because that I like playing games with other people.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, that being said, I have been playing some games. Um, I had a Master System day where That's I fine. just I just went through my Master System library and kind of chucked in whatever, including Sega Chess, Ooh. which I didn't play for very long. It's not a very good chess game. Not that I won or anything like that. It's kind of boring. <laughs>
4: um,
3: you know, I played some uh, Zillion Two, which has the buttons ass about. But uh, you know, there's some there there's some real gold in that system.
2: There is. I mean, that, the problem is you have to sift through the the, the dirt to find. There the nuggets. is a lot of
3: dirt. Yeah. A, a lot of my complaints about the Sega Master System is that they backwards ported a lot of Mega Drive games. Mm.
2: Some of them did not deserve that. No, like
3: Golden Axe and Altered Beast, they backported. Yeah. And like, if if the graphics were real shitty, that's okay. But the gameplay was just so slow and mm. difficult to control that it's just not worth it. Like, yeah, yeah. Shinobi just doesn't work that well in the master system like it did in the arcade. I hate to say it, mm. but that's just mm. the truth. But it was fun just going through my library. You and I both obviously have a soft spot for the master system yeah, yeah so of all of all the systems that i play i'll just kind of have a sheepish grin on my face as i you know as i i, I play through some you know some good some bad and some really crappy games <laughs> on that system <laughs> look the good the good games were great they
2: really they were, were yeah but there's there is a lot of just shovelware and like just like bad arcade ports.
3: And- yeah, the thing is that like a lot of them are first party. Mm. Like a, a lot of like Altered Beast was a first party game. Uh, columns for the Master System was played okay but still a little bit too slow. Mm. Um, A lot of the gold actually comes from the third party, like Chase HQ would never work on the NES, but it does work because of the bright, vibrant colours Mm. and faster gameplay on the Master System. Yeah, yeah. I remember enjoying Chase HQ a lot, actually. It's pretty fun. I probably spent the most amount of time playing Chase HQ just just because it's fun. It's just a fun game. You, you like Action Fighter, I like Chase HQ. Action Fighter I like,
2: but I don't know that it's good. It's like, again, it's one of those yeah, things where I like...
3: it's a bit funny, isn't it? It's like, yeah. it's not great, <laughs> I just enjoy playing it. Mm. And that's what makes it a good game for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I have been really investing a lot of time into recently... Mm-hmm is Persona 4 Dancing All Night.
2: Oh, okay. dancing game.
3: Yeah, it's a rhythm game. Mm. Effectively, mm. you know, you, uh, the the uh, the character is in the middle and and popping off some pretty groovy moves this and is on, then on the Vita? Yeah. This is the and does PlayStation Touchscreen touch stuff or? No, no, no. You use the buttons around the outside. I think okay. there might be some touchscreen elements, I'm not mm. sure, um, but basically the they, you know, you use the top and left and down button and then you use like the triangle and circle and x button or whatever it is okay uh so you use those six buttons to Mm. pop off moves some of them are combinations and stuff like that Uh, i'm Mm. doing it on easy mode because let's face it ac likes rhythm games Mm. but ain't so fucking good at them (laughs)
2: just a typical white boy
3: yeah i have you probably need a soul to do these sorts of things and i don't fucking have you one traded of those. yours long ago oh i never had one to begin with <laughs> i traded yours long ago oh man we need that back <laughs> so yeah basically i like rhythm games because they're they're simple and fun but i'm just not great at them mm. i'm getting better at like um uh taiko no tatsujin oh yeah the, um like Japanese drum beating game. Still like, I, I played that quite a few times in the arcade last time. Wow. I always chose the Umberman March theme <laughs> for May when she was around because I know she <laughs> likes hearing it. I've become pretty good at like that one song <laughs> but like kind of shit outs at all the other ones. <laughs> Uh, Superman so, main, yeah. The, I'm, 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 God, I Umperman main like rhythm games. It's kind of fucking disturbing. Anyway, this uses um, the Persona 4 soundtrack and mm. remixes of, and you know, a couple of originals thrown in there as well. Uh, and I love the Persona 4 soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm liking this game. Except, it's not except. I, I am liking this game. But you have never played another rhythm game that has so much fucking story in it. <laughs> so this is actually a canon continuation of the original Persona Four game. Oh wow! Okay. So they they, they go and help out Risse, who is like, do, who's an idol and like doing a dance show a festival thing, and then they get sucked into another TV, but it's oh different my God, this they get time. Into TV game. You know, rib- ribbons pull them in And it's like, oh, it's, a new- it, it's not like the shadows before They're new shadows of, like, people in comas and stuff wow. There is a lot of
2: exposition I had no idea they went to the effort of, like, telling an extra, like, a whole story It
3: is, and and they, the, and they, Atlus came out and said, this is canon Like, this is the continuation of Persona 4 wow. And it was, like, the first rhythm game They did Persona 3 and Persona 5 after this Yeah, yeah um, But Persona 4 is... Um, was the first of it because persona 4 was pretty ambiguous at the time and Mm, look mm. i mean the story the
2: thing is that in theory the story and the characters and stuff is what brings you to persona 4 that's that's what we like that is
3: exactly what we like about those games Mm, uh mm. and i'm enjoying this game and i am enjoying the story yeah but it's kind of like i it Kind of like how the uh, JRPG elements are kind of, like, wedged into, you have to do a dungeon now. Like,
4: yeah, you're yeah.
3: doing all these social links and living your life as a Japanese high school boy and, like, you know, social links and having fun and sports teams and all that kind of stuff. And then go to a dungeon and rescue a friend before they fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And
4: yeah, uh, yeah. it's kind
3: of, it's, it's not wedged in there, but mm. in this, I prefer the rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the rhythm game part of this but it seems even more wedged in no matter how much story they try and put in there to mm. justify it it still seems like it's a wedge mm. but I don't care because I'm enjoying it but I do see the disjointedness of it a bit Yeah, but yeah. I am enjoying seeing those characters again uh, I, I've played several, several hours of this. I bought it, I played it for a while I put it down and then recently this week I got at my Vita and I went I really want to play, and this is kind of part of a larger story
4: mm,
3: mm. Persona I wanted to play Persona 4 yeah but I don't actually want to play Persona 4 because <laughs> that takes a long time well it's you not to, just the time you have to fight a lot of you have to go through a lot of dungeons <laughs> uh, yeah so <laughs> so I decided to pick up where I'd left off and I'm super enjoying it and I'm, I'm I'm determined to finish this game now
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, but the thing is I lost my Vita charger Oh no! Uh, I can't for the life of me find it and it's pissing me I'm off so much i'm worried that it's in my house
2: somewhere but i did look for it
3: because <laughs> I, I, did... I did lend you my vita to yeah. play um uh, muramasa
2: yeah that's right yeah that wasn't that long ago sorry whatever. so it must be around somewhere but i looked i looked in all the spots where i'd normally keep something like that yeah
3: mm. uh, you probably did take it back and i've put it in some stupid place mm. but mm. um what i ended up having to do because i actually own two vitas oh wow. Um, but one of them, I, both of them I won uh, by doing articles uh, for Fairfax. That's right. Uh, and the second one I won was, of oh, a competition, uh, was the very last time. And I did this, this big rant uh, about uh region locking and and I like to claim that in some very small way, I influenced Nintendo not to region lock the fucking switch <laughs> because goddamn region locking pissed me off so much uh anyway, I won that, and I kind of wanted to keep the Vita boxed, yeah, you know. Uh, because that was like it was it was a prize and they they stopped doing it I was the final winner and it was kind of special to me but I couldn't find my Vita charger so I fucking had to crap crack open that thing to get the charger oh, out because annoying. it's the the Vita is a um proprietary charge
2: yeah like you'd have to order one on eBay or something yeah, yeah. It
3: pissed me off because I did it no, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I
2: really hope it's not my fault. I'm worried. Actually, I'm going look, to find this honestly,
3: it table. probably isn't, and it's probably around my house. Mm. I just can't find it, and, and that's what's pissing me off is that I've put it somewhere stupid and I can't find it. Mm-hmm. But in any case, scenario, um, I really am enjoying that game. But as I said, it comes from the, the larger story of me wanting to play Persona Four, like the original <laughs> Persona Four. And here's the thing: I love Persona Four. Yeah. Um, when I first joined Giant Bomb, you recommended persona Four, like the endurance run yeah yeah so i started watching it and i thought oh my god there's like on one page yeah. like in the old format and it looks like there were 44 videos and i went wow 44 hours of watching these guys i'm yeah. not sure i can do that but i tried it yeah and it turns out there's actually like 130 hours <laughs> it's a lot. Like yeah. and it was i was just like on one fucking page of it yeah yeah um so i ended up getting so invested that i watched all of these yeah it's, uh,
2: it's the best thing they've done I think In some I, ways In <laughs> some ways it is the best thing they've done
3: Yeah And I super enjoyed it I enjoyed it to the point where I bought Persona 4 The PAL version which is quite rare And mm. it comes with like the original soundtrack And then when the Vita was released I uh, I bought Persona 4 Golden For mm. the Vita The thing is I've never actually played either game <laughs> I've started Yeah and I've got as far as the first dungeon and then fucking like, I love this. Oh, I fucking hate this. <laughs> because Persona 4's combat sucks so much fucking shit. It's pretty it's dull. so terrible and grindy. Yeah, and it's pretty repetitive.
2: Oh. And you, you end up fighting the same enemies over and over and over. Yeah,
3: it's like, oh, you need to grind this out. What are you going to do? Oh, Teddy's here to help you. No, he's fucking not. Yeah, Teddy's. Teddy can die.
2: I've got to say, Teddy's my least favorite character. Yeah. No, T- Teddy is <laughs> completely
3: disposable So... <laughs> my, my wife is, is lamenting the fact that we hate Teddy
2: um, I don't hate him, he's just like...
3: No, no, I do He's just
2: like, meh, I don't know yeah. He's
3: annoying He And, and the, when they translated it into English He uses the berry pun Oh my god, this is berry, berry dangerous And mm. he's a bear and I fucking hate him yeah. Anyway, um, so basically... I really want to play Persona 4 just without the dungeon fighting bit yeah, of the game. The part game. where it's an RPG. The, the part where it is a JRPG. Because <laughs> even for JRPGs, it is very dull and very dumb. Mm. So... Um, I was umming and ahhing and I watched the Persona 4 parody video of the comic strip which was voice acted and they did a very good job and I went I still kind of want to play Persona 4 and I went to Persona 4 dancing all night and I'm kind of satisfied for the moment (laughs) but dude I'm super worried Mm. that I'm going to end up playing Persona 4 Mm -hmm. golden at some time. You In just, the
2: future, you just need to like you need to like develop the uh, it, the uh, ability to um,
3: play bad video games,
2: stomach like JRPGs, JRPG combat. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a boring system, but look, it it's it kind of is. I think I think people enjoy those those things because they want to see the numbers get bigger. Like yeah. They want to get they want to get the best sword and the best armor for their for their person. So that, that little person can do nine 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 damage, and then they yeah. they feel really good about themselves. I think that's what you want to do. I, I
3: just kind of want to just do the very basic, t- so I can get through the game without too much trouble and mm. repeat. Mm. So I need to find that perfect level of I've done enough. I can now fight the boss. Oh, I win! How about that?
2: Because you have to engage with those
3: systems enough to progress.
2: You yeah. can't just ignore it. And then there's all the tarot card stuff. It gets it gets pretty deep, and there's all the different personas and all yeah. the different.
3: And like I own Persona Four merchandise. But you have
2: like, to like combine personas to make new ones and we i can't even remember yeah
3: you need to go to special shops and you need to visit igor and like you need to keep your head on a lot of systems and i'm so bad at that i'm so (laughs) terrible at that and i'm actually quite a good producer in real life it's just like when shit like that doesn't matter i don't Mm. care
4: Mm.
3: so but who who is best girl for you in that game because chia for me like the the one who likes steak and fighting people (laughs) I don't know, I, I like tough women Yeah And she definitely fits into that mould So I'm like, yeah, Chie's best girl for me but Look, yeah,
2: I've, I I don't know I, Chie was always the one that the Giant Bomb guys loved the most yeah. So I had to be Team Chie because that was the one they chose And <laughs> that was the one that I, I watched But part of me wonders whether the Ice Queen might be an interesting, interesting path to go down yeah. I don't know I don't know. She's mm. prettier, I suppose, in that like sort of traditional, traditional pretty way. You
3: know? If, if yeah. I was going to play again, I might try and go down the reset path. Yeah,
2: actually, reset. That's. I think. I think I'm team reset because I'm a dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> you,
3: you would totally fuck someone famous. If I you just could. want.
2: I just want the most stereotypical like hot girl, <laughs> whatever you know. <laughs> um,
3: no, oh, this super famous, super hot girl likes yeah. me. Awesome.
2: Yeah, I forgot about resay, But there you go, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably what I would have done. If I was, like, playing that game and I was going for, like, the romantic option, yeah. I would have pursued the resay option.
3: I would probably know. go for Kanji. Yeah. Just because Kanji is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay, but I am kind of gay. He's deeply homophobic. <laughs> it's interesting. Look, that... That. Yeah, it it misses a, a lot of the marks it shoots for, but it... It tried. It's, it's, they really it's, tried. It's, it's very Japanese in that yeah. way that doesn't translate well to other cultures. I it- think
2: I could see what they were trying to do. Yeah. You know, like, and, like, the whole lesson, like, the tough guy, don't judge a book by its cover. Like, you yeah. know, I get I get what they were going for, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'd probably be Team say. sadly. That makes me a basic... I think that makes me basic, I Yeah. <laughs>
3: I probably would just because I know how Chia's mm. evolution ends, and I, they're all probably pretty similar.
2: Mm,
3: mm.
2: Chia can kick a tank into the sun, though.
3: Yeah, so Chia
2: does make a pretty good. I,
3: I've always been attracted to those sorts of girls. <laughs> Damn it! Is that short? Is that Japanese short? Uh, well, camping? yeah. Even yeah. even like when I wasn't dating Japanese girls, <laughs> not that I've been dating any recently because I married one. But. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh, oh wait. Put put the chair down. Nervously already. stretching collar. <laughs> but yeah, I just I like strong women. Yeah, it's just it's just the the kind of person that I am attracted to. Sure. Um, look, I did enter middle age recently, mm. um, and I did that by going to Bunnings, which is uh-huh. a hardware store, and I bought a hedge trimmer. <laughs> Did you have a hedge? I don't even know Do you have the, one the front? The thing out the front That like in front of the purple car oh, The yeah. Honda Civic mm-hmm. That kind of Became It was like Four small plants Or three small plants mm. That turned into A fucking hedge Or Big plants You're a hedge owner Look It wasn't planned this way I just let it grow mm. And all of a sudden It was growing too much And I went I had scissors Like not
2: Not scissors Like sec- Yeah Loppers six-turners. Thingers Yeah Chopping things And it
3: was Toppy doodles. It got too big for that, and I just went, I need something. I need a power tool. I'm a man. I need a, I need a gardening power tool. So and then I bought one, the and then I went, <laughs> oh, shit. I just bought a, a gardening power tool. I've become I've become my dad. I hate myself. Oh, <laughs> well, and then he shaped it into a
2: fun topiary. Uh, I, it into I, I kind of why
3: I want to make it into, like, a massive middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, unfortunately, it's not the that sort of hedge when no, it's thick enough no. so I've just kind of cut it back I kind of I kind of actually want to kill those plants and then plant the same kind of plants behind the wall where they uh, are
4: okay
3: mm-hmm. um, but yeah it, it occurred to me that I'm middle aged because I have a hedge trimmer and it was kind of fun to use <laughs> we planted a veggie patch so we're doing, uh, we're, doing. we're you're also... in retirement now then yeah yeah that's right I'm 60 <laughs>
2: Yeah, we planted a veggie patch around the corner. We're like, well, what else are we gonna do during all this corona stuff?
3: So yeah, fair enough. What, what did you plant? What vegetables? What veggies uh, did you plant? We've
2: got, we got beans. We've yep. got beans, we've got lettuce. Yep. Classic. Classic yep. stuff.
3: Is that is that spinach. the euphemism for something else or No no. <laughs> no okay. All right, all right. You don't <laughs> the veggie
2: think. patch. <laughs> wink wink. Um, beans, lettuce, spinach, uh, alone <laughs> broccoli. We tried to like Sprout the broccoli from seed. Yep. It's actually quite tricky. So only one of them kind of sprouted. So that one's in the veggie patch now.
3: One lone broccoli. Um,
2: what else? We did some other things too. Oh, uh, spring onions. Um, I think that's it. I think it's just spring onions, spinach, lettuce, beans, one little sad broccoli. <laughs> and when I planted the herbs out that were in pots. yeah. So like I had a stunted little rosemary and a stunted little Time and because like the pot the roots get bound and then the the plant just won't grow beyond a certain size if it's in a pot so you put it in the ground and it just it's very it blossoms yeah. yeah so i'm hoping that my rosemary and, and thyme and whatnot take off um yeah so i've been doing a bit of bit of gardening these are all winter vegetables so hopefully the frost won't kill them um
3: it's uh, a real problem in canberra actually
2: yeah we'll see look if the frost wipes out my veggie patch i'm not going to be too sad just, nah. just wait until spring and off we go again. you know? Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry, I derailed you there. You were talking. No, about, no,
3: no, no, uh, it's fine. It's, that's what. Uh, <laughs> there's
2: nothing funny. I have no funny content. Right. No, it's, uh, it's oh, those
3: be- wacky beans I'm growing. <laughs> Whoa, what, what will I do next? Whoa. You might be If there were any beans you were growing I would assume that there was some wackiness involved There's
2: something magic beans I'm going to sell them there's, as some doofus There's
3: just there's just something about using a hedge trimmer Like it, It's kind of like a mini chainsaw It's like yeah. it's not as cool yeah. But you still look at it and go Wow, this can cut through just about anything And then you put your finger up and go I wonder No, bad brain Bad brain Like your brain is like going Hey, hey I think I think you can chop through your finger oh, no. It's like no I Brain I shut up I'm not going to drop through my finger What the hell are you- <laughs> Hey You probably can't Don't worry about it Hey I dare you to No shut up brain What the fuck <laughs> No you trust
2: me You don't want to Put your fingers in, you don't. Into power tools
3: no, no you don't And I know that It's just my brain Is like Is like an idiot i don't know it's like he's like i have a power tool but i reckon i'm stronger than the power tool i don't know what my brain is thinking my brain has a real problem
2: don't be a drongo as don't my be a fucking drongo as my ninth, my year nine my shop class teacher would have said i'm not even sure what we called it i'm gonna call it shop class
3: because i can't think of what we called it metalworks or woodworking woodworks. or something yeah. like that
4: yeah. yeah um
3: other than that i've been teaching may uh to use a white cane or seeing eye cane Mm -hmm. Um, She's been doing really well Uh, She does this thing So we're, we're we're teaching her to use the ball attachment on the end Oh yeah So she basically It's kind of like a scanner That she like waves back and forth or you know, side to side in front of her when she's walking, mm. so she can find the uneven parts of the footpath or steps and stuff like that. She can see a lot of that stuff already, but if it's the same grade and colour of the concrete or it's a bit dark, she can't see it. Right. So we're kind of trying to teach her how to use the cane. Mm-hmm. She's making massive progress. She's really good at it. Um, except she gets bored of it <laughs> pretty easily. So you go, I want to take stops. the cane, and then like halfway through the shops, it's like, meh. So we do this thing where she kind of just like kind of puts it out to the side or like kind of like whacks it on the ground. So we keep saying, "Cane out in front, sweetie." Cane out in front, sweetie.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: we've used that phrase so many times, the words have lost all meaning. <laughs> it's like she's going blah 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 blah. We're in like the outlet center the other day, and she's kind of swinging it badly around. It's like cane out in front, sweetie. Cane out in front mm-hmm. because it does actually. It is kind of heavy, and it does create a bit of. It uses a bit of effort to put it out in front yeah, of me. Like yeah, it would for her take it. some muscle work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not; she's good at it for about ten minutes, and then she's just like, "Fuck this shit!" Mm-hmm. Seriously, hanging <laughs> <laughs> like, out in front of me, hanging out oh in front. Oh my me. god! Just constantly having to remind her. Yeah, but she's she's getting better, so we're mm. we're super happy about that. That's it's good, man. Yeah, no, it's um, it's it's, it's very promising to see. I so, saw
2: the video footage you showed me when she started versus where she is now. Yeah. Yeah, so it's quite. She, she's
3: she's getting some, good. Yeah, strides. You need to need to teach them while they're young, mm, I mm. suppose. So should we? Should we? Should we call it here, or should we go a bit further? Oh, or? look, I suppose. I don't,
2: I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can really talk about. I, I mean, mean, quarantine life has been weird, but I yeah, let's just,
3: let's talk a little bit about that, and then we'll we'll probably call it there for the day. Yeah, quarantine. So is, I'm sure um, people
2: want to know what we've been up to. AC, all the wacky creative things we've come up with to spend our time Uh, yeah like drinking uh, and sitting on the couch and groaning
3: uh, there's been a lot of groaning involved I will say my alcohol consumption's gone up a lot (laughs) (laughs) I think mine has remained about the same (laughs) which is disturbing in itself
2: (laughs) yeah it's like hit the bottle a lot um yeah what have I been doing like we've been homeschooling the kiddo yeah she has been challenging um she's (laughs) So, like, she's pretty good in the morning, so we try and do the schoolwork in the morning. Yeah. But as as the day progresses, she just gets more scatterbrained and scatterbrained until, like, I'm trying to get her to do, like, um, I've got this, we've got this, like, uh, re- reading app on the iPad, like a um, learn-to-read app.
3: Yeah.
2: And, um, <clears throat> you know, you catch her at a good moment and she'll really focus on it and do well, but, like, by the afternoon, she's, like, draped across my my legs on the couch like lying there like or <laughs> holding the ipad with like one hand and like ah, i don't even care just, like, yeah, just well, yeah, yeah. pressing I mean, whatever
3: yeah <laughs> a lot of the, the the like the preschool kids don't mm. do a full day of school like they yeah, do a yeah. morning or something like, because they just don't have the attention yeah span. They
2: have she does not and like mm. after a full day of trying to teach her things like we we i'm pretty sure which we were trying to teach her way more than the school ever was yeah um, because, because they
3: make it fun and they have games yeah. And th- there's a lot of more social interaction Yeah, yeah At that age as well
2: But she has learned a lot Like, it's fun we've, Like, we've taught her how to recognise numbers She's pretty good with the alphabet now That's good She had a lot of trouble I think this is just the mental leap that needs to happen She had a lot of trouble connecting the phonetics with the letters Like, she she can remember the ABCs Yeah But then when you te- when you ask her, well, what, what's, you know
3: What sound is this?
2: Like, we we show her, like, connecting the symbols with the sound is hard for her. Yeah. Like, dog starts with a D or something like that. Yeah. And we'd be like, duh, duh, dog. D makes the duh, the dog sound. And, like, she just wouldn't get the duh part of it. Like, she's start, starting to, she's starting she's, to grasp it. Yeah, she's picking it up. And I think it's a bit of a, a leap to to go from, like, there were these little squiggles, but they actually mean a sound. yeah. And if you line them up, you can, like, make a word. I think she's starting to get there. But um, it's been fun. Like, having her around all day long, I've got (laughs) to say, it's been nice. Like, it's been tiring. Yeah. Very tiring. And I think we're going to be very happy when she goes back to school. But there's also been this nice little silver lining of having all this quality time with your kid yeah. you wouldn't normally spending get.
3: time with your daughter
2: yeah like I've had so much quality time with her and like got I think gotten closer to her and stuff so it's been nice in that way that's nice um but my god we are ready to send her back to school and that is like next <laughs> so that's like next week um schools go back awesome. so she'll be back um the preschool um with her little mates so that'll be that'll be really good for her sweet yeah I, I wouldn't say that it's been particularly the challenging part has been keep, not hmm, keeping her busy, but also like trying to get work done. Yeah, because to keep her busy, you have to sort of pay attention to her. So we started this; we've 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 instituted solo play now. So she has like an hour a day where we just don't play with her, and she just, which is
0: good. She needs to she learn how to do that. Herself, yeah.
2: you know, and we're just increasing that amount just dialing it up slowly every Mm. day so that she gets more and more time just entertaining herself because we can't play with her all the time that's ridiculous and i think that comes from having her only on the weekends i used to only have her on saturday and sunday and i would spend all weekend with her because that was my chance to like yeah be with her yeah now i have her all week and i'm still doing that whole like intense like parenting style which is not Need it anymore I don't need to be Up in her face In that way
3: No no um, And it's important for them to, to learn to play By themselves And to mm. Because part of that Is imagination mm-hmm. Like you know Part of that is Creating their own worlds And their own Like imaginary friends And their yeah. own scenarios And that's pretty important For like the creative development of a child. Well, that's
2: my favorite thing is like after an hour of solo play, mm. I emerge from my study or my bedroom to see what she's done. And it's always really interesting to see what she's been up to for the last hour. Like she built a cubby one time. No, that's cool. She like built a shop. She got all her toys from her bedroom and, and laid them out in the living room. And I was like, hey, welcome to my shop. And we like shopped in her, like <laughs> bought things from her and stuff. And she had the money. She got like play money out. Oh, that's cool. Um, and sometimes she just, like, lies down. <laughs> sometimes she just goes and lies in her bed.
3: Fair and enough.
2: I'm like, fair enough, kiddo. That's how I feel as well. Um, yeah, so it's been cute. I wouldn't say it's been particularly hard. Though. I think a lot of... Okay, if you were a single parent and you had, like, a bunch of kids, oh, my God, nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare, you know?
3: Fucking oath. And
2: if the kids were old and you had to teach them, like, actual things, like, like long division or something, like... Oh God. That would be really, really hard. But her schoolwork is like listen to the teacher read a story and then draw your favorite part of the story it's not that hard really so um yeah we have got it easy
3: well uh, we're just going to take a bit of a break uh, and then we'll come back with my thoughts of lockdown and then the the denouement uh, You like them gams? Look, yeah. at least I'm not into feet. You're not into feet, but you like a good pair of cracking ankles. <laughs> I didn't say ankle. Sorry, just just the legs. Yeah, just and the- those sexy, sexy knees. <laughs> bend those kozars <cosas. laughs> Oh do they bend the other way too, oh, baby?
2: Oh god. Look, it's all good, as far as <laughs> I'm concerned. The whole the
3: whole body. The whole
2: body? Yeah. The whole I like the whole human body. <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a I'm, human body man. Look,
3: I gotta I gotta admit when it's all assembled like Voltron, it's a lot better that way.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, check out the human body on that one.
3: <laughs> boy do I boy do I like two eyes, two ears, a nose, a mouth, a torso, a chest, two arms, two legs. It's it's just the whole picture. Yeah. And like you know, the- feet and hands are a bonus. Like a nice mammalian frame. <laughs> uh yeah so
4: lockdown's been interesting
2: <laughs>
3: because i'm sorry no 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 Lock- lockdown has been um it's made us a little bit nuts it look it has and it hasn't like m- the child care centers has still been open so mm-hmm. may has been going to child care as i said uh maria has been playing Wow. Um, yeah, I gave you a bit more whiskey. <laughs> I had a bit too much <laughs> of whiskey. You know, had a full body
2: shudder. Um, that happens to you when you're like not a real man and you drink whiskey. You like drink whiskey and then you're like,
3: <laughs> say it again, say it again, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, Maria has been playing Animal Crossing almost every day. Uh, she has played so much that she has actually gone to my profile mm-hmm. and set me up as a character so she can have another person on her island <laughs> to get more resources <laughs> so i'm not actually playing animal crossing i did play You're it just once. a puppet in her like, game i am a puppet indeed like <laughs> l- the literal <laughs> the literal definition um, the one thing was that i did play um I, I stole the controller off her while she was cooking dinner one night mm-hmm. and I just basically dug a whole bunch of like asshole holes throughout the entire island. Like and she was just like playing and just like, going, Why are all these oh my god there's so many holes, oh my god, there's like so many holes and then I drew one like a dick <laughs> in the shape <laughs> of a
0: dick. You're such a
3: jerk. Oh, I really am. And I was so proud uh... of myself. But apparently <laughs> it's like after twenty four hours they fill themselves in. And oh. Like it, it kind of like switches okay. the old like at midnight or something so like that. So how the, did we really ruin her town? Yeah. That's the thing Like I can <laughs> probably like Go in there And like And like totally fuck shit up Um But She's got the Switch Like all the fucking time now So I can't even get you on can't there get
2: the opportunity
3: Yeah The last time I had the Switch Was to play Streets of Rage 4 Which totally failed online
2: This reminds me of like The tales that That a friend of the show Nathan Swift Told me about trolling People in Minecraft <laughs> Like going oh, into cut. the little going into the little server they've worked on for years, and then like turning everything into a big dick or something like that. <laughs> just making everything into a into something homo, homoerotic. You yeah,
3: know. yeah. It's um, I, it's just if, if you're going to dig a whole bunch of holes, you may as well do it in the shape of a dick. <laughs> so look, there's there's been a lot of Animal Crossing, and as I said, May yeah. May's totally into that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've been working from home uh, at the moment. I'm going back to work one day a week, which I am really liking. Mm-hmm. because so my office environment is I've, I've basically set myself up in the antiques and collectibles room, which is like the converted garage. Okay. So there is no natural light. Yeah. There is no heating or cooling in there. Like there's no vents. It's just basically a door. Like the garage door has been sealed off because because we built a wall in front
2: getting of it. It's a bit chilly now, I see.
3: It is. Um, And Maria was working when she was working at home. Hmm. And she was working uh, in what we call the study nook, which is near, like, the side back door, mm. uh, near the main bedroom. And, like, so she had a pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted her to have it pretty good, which is why she had that space. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I do like working kind of in that room because it's like, oh, this is such a me room. Yeah, it's very you. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Antiques and Collectibles room, which is basically the games room. But at the same time, dear God, like it, it gets so monotonous in there because, like, I'm a, I work in the travel industry, um, like for the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no travel at the moment, so no. I'm working on a lot of uh, operating procedures mm-hmm. and like information management stuff, and it's just, it's, uh, it, it gets a little bit. Monotonous. It's dull. Yeah, I, I like working. That's the thing. Like, mm. I truly like having something to do. Yeah. And I'm always like, I, I I need to do more. I need to do more. I want to work. I want to go back in the office and mm. do more. Um, but, you know, when Maria was working at home, because she works for a training institution, like, when schools officially went back, she had to go back, but she was working every second day from mm. home. Mm. Uh, and that was fucking brilliant. That was... Um, there were there were a lot of talk about people divorcing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like the Corona divorce. We were kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my libido grew like, <laughs> 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 because suddenly the kids out of the house, but you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were um, mm-hmm. there was a lot of afternoon exercise. <laughs> That's well deserved, I think. Oh yes, a lot of working out that way. So funny because yeah, I take that for
2: granted. Like whenever Ruby goes back to her mum's mm-hmm. place. Well it's just me and Joe in the
3: house and, you, know, you know who's to say what, you what know, happened. Adults. Adults yeah. will, will do adult things. When the mouse is away, the yeah. cat
2: No, that's not right. The other way. So
3: <laughs> <It's, laughs> <laughs> you can actually track it because like it's it's not like we weren't doing it before. <laughs> but
2: Oh, I hope Joe listens to this part of the podcast. I suspect she'll have fallen off by now.
3: My wife is literally sitting very close, but she's got her headphones in, so
2: she heard the word "my wife." Though. Yeah, she did. The pressure ears picked up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's looking at us now. She's very weirdly turned now. the sound down. I better yeah, stop talking about no, it. We, 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 talking about what, what are we talking about? We're not talking about anything at all. How dare you accuse me, sir? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> We should no, probably we, choose the subject before we all die. You giant idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Look, so like it was it, it was not lacking before, let me say that, but mm. um mm. there is obvious evidence of certain things that you <laughs> buy to prevent <clears throat> unwanted things. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, and we, yeah, we've been going through those like a week. <laughs> one of those <laughs> weeks. So. Uh, that's mm, good. That's good though. It is good. It's it, a, a silver lining. That is the only silver lining for us. Mm-hmm. I think like working remotely, because I've been, I've been quite lonely when, when Maria has gone back to work. Yeah. I mean, this is like me at home is just like, yeah. I still put effort in like every time we have a zoom conference, I wear a tie <laughs> or I, okay. So here's something that happened. Uh huh. I can't, I can't tell you which agency I work for. Um, however, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I, because like, I would always wear like a, like a suit or something Mm -hmm. when we were doing our zoom calls. Yeah. Uh, our Zoom conferences just because like either I was trying to impress Maria at home or I just I was like the unofficial morale officer yeah. I declared myself so I've been every Friday I've been sending them Friday funnies like you know funny memes and stuff I've I found on the internet
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, to keep spirits up and stuff like that Yeah. this time um, like I just started wearing things and then one week um, I couldn't be asked wearing a tie because Maria wasn't there so I had this fancy dress kind of like Seven like eighteenth century French kind of jacket okay. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like
2: I think I might have seen you wearing that once
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's a very fop sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to fop till I drop. So I, <laughs> I I wore this thing instead of wearing a tie, and mm-hmm. everyone thought this was hilarious. And they go, I need to wear something wacky too. And then we all ended up wearing wacky hats. Mm-hmm.
2: You just started this. I thing. started
3: this thing and then and then the next week everyone had to wear a wacky hat. Oh so I have God. like a panda hat that I was wearing and we were all wearing like stupid <laughs> shirts and ties and jump like colorful things. I was like, I'm just standing here going, this is my fault. I'm going to get blamed for this. I love that. When when quarantine stops, people are going to look at these like these snips that we did of like our <laughs> Zoom conference and going, go, these guys were fucking mental. That's so funny. I love that. I wish that happened in our organization.
2: I would love I just think... Because some of the stuff we talk about is so serious. It would be really funny to see everyone talking about it with, like, just wearing silly hats. Yeah, right.
3: and, and, you know, it's not like the stuff we do isn't serious, but mm. it was just, like, I just wanted to do something to alleviate the complete boredom <laughs> that is my life uh, when Maria isn't home no. at the moment. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to going back to work full-time. Um, I, I don't know. I just... It's not like there is talk that we will start having a rotating system of being able to work at home mm. which is good a mix is good i just don't want to go uh i don't want to be at home every day and i don't want to go into the office every day no, you know i'm just i'm i'm very happy to to mix and match a yeah. little bit I think it's
2: fair to say We had a survey about that recently yeah. And I think Joe and I both said something along the lines of We don't want to go back full-time But we don't want to stay at home full-time either Yeah, it is um, it is
3: good to Like, <clears throat> social socially It's a good thing to go in there
2: Yeah Like, I almost want to Yeah, I, I, I've been missing going in Because I feel like There's not Like, so for, for clarity I spend all day in my study Working from home And then my hobbies are all things I do on the computer, like playing video games or doing astrology. They're all things that I do on the computer. So, so it's I, in your room. I'm still in the same freaking spot. like, yeah. And it's weird how it's all melting together. Like, I'm like, well, I could just do astrology now. It's like, I, who cares? No one can stop me. Yeah, no
3: it's one da- will notice. It's
2: dangerous. <clears throat> yeah, so it I is. think I need some structure. I think I need to go back to the office. Yeah. Um, and, and that's which just- is crazy because my whole life's purpose is to not go to the office like i studied creative writing at uni so i would never have to go to the office that was my whole goal Mm. didn't work out very well for me because spoilers studying creative writing when you're 18 it's not going to get you a writing gig (laughs) (laughs) they're going to be like well you've got no life experience you've got no ideas everything you write is derivative sign you up (laughs) like no one's gonna do that no um so maybe wait and study creative writing later on your life um kids pro tip but um Anyway, I lost my point, but the point I'm trying to make is that working from home is weird. Um,
3: Look, yeah, it is, but it's good. Like, yeah. it's a novelty for yeah. the first two weeks. Yeah, it's fun to start with. Yeah.
2: And then it becomes like, oh, my God, is this really my life?
3: It totally becomes your life. By the way, before I was talking about condoms, so yeah. I think she's not paying attention anymore, but that's that's, that, that's how we measured it. Yeah. <laughs> they come in 12 <laughs> packs, by the way. Latex condom. <laughs> I'd like to live in one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I had to wait until she wasn't talking. I actually legitimately want to get the snip. Mm. The old snippity oh, doo Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't have any more kids because they come out blind. So fucking, like, snip me up, boys. Well, then you've got no problem. You've got nothing to worry about. Mm, yeah, in theory. <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of do, but there are there are certain well, people. You'd be worried, would you? Like, something
2: slip one through somehow or other.
3: No, no, it's, I don't know. Like, medi- like it's I, I don't like medical procedures mm, because, mm. like, you know, how I ended up. Mm. like I've been in hospital a lot in my life because of dislocations and broken yeah. bones and all sorts of like you trust, reconstructions you
2: don't trust doctors
3: I don't do well in hospitals I know it's like a day procedure and all that kind of stuff but like someone messing with my junk is not a good idea but on the other hand God. having more children isn't a good idea either so vasectomy here we come
2: you can reverse them though right mm. I mean it's not easy but you can you
3: can but uh my mm. Faruni is really not in favour of me doing oh, this ah okay so, I see I see, uh, I see that's I see. where a lot of the problems are coming from. Well. But I do need to do this at some point. Well,
2: you come over to my place. I've got a, you know, I've got an exacto knife and a piece of wood you can bite.
3: I now. wouldn't trust you to open a can of fucking beans.
2: <laughs> I've got a really
3: good butcher's knife.
2: <laughs> Joanna gave me.
3: No! Yeah. Yes. Really sharp. Yep, yep. You in medical duty. There's a reason you're a creative writer <laughs> look, and not a doctor. Look, I
2: can't guarantee I'll do the procedure correctly, but I can guarantee you'll never have children again.
3: Don't join me. <laughs> Don John, I like Don Don John. He does he's like the brains of the operation. It's so sad to say, but like the the, the top brain doesn't do a whole bunch of thinking. Like the oh, the, the, boy. the top head has been so bad the bottom head is like going, Okay, I'm gonna have to take over administrative rights here. Like I'm horny all the time, sure, but like, you know, I, I need to get some other work done as well. Oh, horny work, man. but work nonetheless. Horny work. That should be the name of this episode. That is the name of
2: the episode. I'm writing it down. Okay. Oh, boy. We got there in the end, AC. We've got got the name of the episode. Jesus Christ.
3: Horny work. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) I've written it. So, I actually... We have a run sheet that we Uh use every episode. Mm -hmm. Um that's not a stream of nonsense Because we don't You really need notes um, Usually what happens is I just rewrite the episode number We write some notes And then I chuck it away at the end of the episode Because we yeah. don't do it mm-hmm. This time I have actually written out A whole bunch of stuff That I wanted to talk about That we are talking about A couple of pictures mm-hmm. That Rob has done and me I, I did the cool S <laughs> Yeah the cool You know what
2: I did the So this is a total sideline thing I did the cool S on my whiteboard At work I have a whiteboard at my desk Yeah, and I thought it would be, it would be funny to do the cool S. And, um, yeah, I've got a few comments. It's been, it's been good.
3: good. Have they all been good or bad comments? I, t-
2: I hope that the people who've noticed it recognise that I'm doing it in, like, an ironic, kind of, like, referential way and not not actually think that I think that it's cool or something. <laughs> Although, in some ways, the idea of people thinking of me as the special child <laughs> is kind of fun. Like I, like, I like that idea as well. Like, they're like... You see Rob drew that special he did, he did the cool s I think he's um I think he's been touched in the head <laughs> and they wouldn't
3: be wrong now would that Let's be ex- extra nice to him yeah he um, <laughs> yeah it, it, Robbie studied creative writing at school yeah.
2: <laughs> actually that that's the way law that's the way these fucking law students I work with would discuss them so he did creative writing <laughs> in the same way you would say so he did meth
3: <laughs> <laughs> He did math in university. He did he did an arts degree. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh god. His yeah. communications degree. I know he's useless.
2: I'm surrounded by lawyers, AC. This is my life.
3: <laughs> I think I think in, in episode one hundred we have actually given a lot more hints of to what we actually do than mm-hmm. any other podcast. Yeah. We haven't actually described where we work.
2: I'm a crime fighting superhero.
3: You kind of are.
2: Yeah, like daredevil. I am not. I'm like the Daredevil.
3: Except, except, um,
2: except I'm fully sighted, and have no special powers.
3: Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. That's how I would describe you. Not particularly special. Oh, well. and also,
2: I can't fight for shit. <laughs> I you could are- beat, I could beat up maybe a twelve-year-old <laughs> on a good day.
3: <laughs> if if, you, if your hands were bound and you could only kick <laughs> but like with one leg, a
2: scrawny twelve-year-old, not, not one of those muscular. Was, basically,
3: ones. you could go back in time and beat yourself up. Yeah,
2: as long as that kid didn't play any
3: sports. <laughs> So, <laughs> this is degraded into you beating yourself. Go like time traveling and beating yourself up. Um, so after this, we do we're going to run some clips. Yeah, um, just stay tuned for that. Cody was at the start of the episode, I do believe. Uh, who, yeah, th- that's the you would have heard him from Game Life Balance US. Mm-hmm. The the corpse thereof. <laughs> um, so look, honestly, we've. Um, We've had a lot of fun yeah. during these 100 episodes. It's been great. It has been very, very good. Uh, you, we, get, we named this Game Life Balance Australia or Game Life Balance because we wanted to say that we're growing adults. Um, and stuff gets in the way of our hobby. Which is funny because during that time you got married and had a kid
4: mm mm-hmm.
3: mhm. Uh and then a whole bunch of other stuff happened. And like yeah. I had a kid as well. And so the whole life part of this yeah. really took center stage. Absolutely. Like we're kind of, "Yeah, we we played like one game this week. Oh yeah, also, our lives are falling apart." How about
1: that? Yeah. So yeah. It, it's kind it's of been like a journey actually. It really
3: has. Yeah. And the whole like game life, like the life part of game life balance is really lived up to its name
2: bloody oath i mean it's kind of almost
3: like a curse
2: if you followed us this whole way you've watched well you've you've especially from the first run but even just this run you've watched ac become a dad you've watched me like basically go through a divorce you've watched like ac like go through multiple like really tough family crises (laughs) You know, this doesn't sound fun, but you've been with us for this journey. And it's, yeah. weird. it's weird to think that we've actually grown as people through this whole process. Yeah, it's,
3: it's been over five years since we started the original concept and mm. even longer since we did Bit Seizure. Mm-hmm. And, and in the intervening years, a lot has happened.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, to anyone who's been listening since episode one, like, thank you Never. so much for coming with us on this And It um, has
3: been a journey It's uh, been a lot of fun And this isn't yeah. the end I'm not saying this is the end But mm. um, it's You know We're going to take things A little bit looser Yeah From now on I think I think and, so
2: um, We've had some time To reflect on What, what really matters so
3: see. Yeah look Rob and I Have been Doing stuff And I don't mean In a sexual way But possibly <laughs> I'm not in possession Of all my memories mm. uh, For over 30 years now We met in 1989 Yeah So right. And back in back in the early 90s we used to do our own radio show called ACRB that's right yeah we recorded <laughs> it on a tape player on you a tape hold- player. we had our own radio show which we recorded on a tape player
2: you have to record you have to hold them play and hit record at the yep. same time and uh, then we we'd shout Jokes into this tape player.
3: (laughs) I wish I had one of the episodes because the chances are we were funnier back then than we are now. I wonder
2: if we. I probably probably were. I
3: I think Nazi busters was a um,
2: a lot more energetic. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Nazi. (laughs) We
3: were probably talking like this.
2: Holy shit, we busted those Nazis. (laughs) We did. We fucking took them down.
3: (laughs) It's (laughs) funny, like we basically and like we did projects together in college. Mm. Uh, which is year 11 and 12 in Canberra, and then in university. So we have been working together in one form or another for basically 30 we're years. We're
2: basically bound together by yeah. fate at this point. <laughs> and, um... So
3: part of that is that the only... Because we're both very, very busy people mm. um, and wanted by the gov- government, but not in the fun way, in the actual, like, working way. Wanted! So w- we actually want to... Spend social time together, which is why we're minimizing the podcast to once a month.
2: Yeah, I think once a month gives us an extra, you know... A day for us to actually play games. Be friends and play games and not record content. Hmm. Because it's funny how the content takes over and the friendship becomes this, like, secondary thing. So, hopefully... The content will become the secondary thing, and the friendship will become the thing. You yeah. See.
3: So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how much more we change over the coming years. God uh, knows what will happen. Yeah. yeah. Like well, who knows be what?
2: Amazing. Five years from now, we'll probably look back and go, "God, so much crazy shit happened." But um, <laughs> that's what life is like. Yeah. Um, it really is. And this has been a little slice of our life. But um, thanks for listening. For God's sake. You're, you're a hero if you've made it this far.
3: If you if you listen to all 100 episodes in the previous one, we really thank you. If you came in halfway through or if you've came, come in at any other point, thank you just so much for listening to our ramblings. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all been through a lot. And I think it's, uh, it, this is, this is a special part of our lives. I think it's fair to say that definitely,
2: yeah. Like a happy thing. And it's, especially when things were going pretty rough for me, this was something that I look forward to every week,
3: mm. to which is out. why we decided yeah. to keep on doing it. Cause originally episode 100 was going to be the last <laughs> and we might sporadically do something. Yeah. Uh, Australian copyright works. The fact that you have to do something with your brand mm. Every. At least once every year, or every couple okay. of years, or something like that, right. to hold the copyright, and we hold the copyright to Game Life Balance, mm. uh, and so we keep using this. <laughs> uh, but also, we, you know, we we gifted the use of it to the American crew as well, mm. uh, and you know, if, if anyone else out there wants to do their own version of it, just hit us up. Yeah, Johannesburg, if you're out there, hit us up. We'll Tokyo. seriously consider it. But yeah, we we hold the copyright to that, and we're not. We're certainly not going to let it lapse anytime soon. Uh, so we're going to keep doing this but not because we have to but because we want to yeah we're going to make it fun AC we're going to make learning fun (laughs) edutainment (laughs) here's how to die on the Oregon Trail
2: (laughs) but yeah sincerely thank you for listening we appreciate it send us some stars um, or hit us up on social media and tell us that you liked the show, that stuff actually really
3: matters to us. It, it does. We, we um, like positive feedback because we're whores. Yeah. Um, but we hope, we really do sincerely hope, you've enjoyed listening to Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. You can visit us on the web at gamelifebalanceaustralia.com where you will find links to our podcast feeds, video content. Stuff does go up in the video content... Yeah, Occasionally yeah. I do stuff Yeah, is uh, i is mean, a bit of a YouTuber Occasionally mm-hmm. uh, It's not always video game related In fact, it's kind of rarely video, <laughs> video game related <laughs> these days I have a Not a super popular video But a popular video about a A, a Sony, like, prison Walkman Yes That has gotten a lot of attention a lot of comments So <laughs> I, I, get, I, get, I get emailed every time someone comments on their videos Yeah, it's pretty funny <laughs> Because a lot of them are ex-cons And I yeah. kind of love that <laughs> <laughs> Um... And uh, and hopefully our sister show in the US will arc up again at some point. Yeah, uh, I hope so. But I, I do wish them both the best. We do, um, and, and we will collab with them again at one point. I
2: hope Cody's career in radio and in the podcasting world goes well, and I hope that Jonathan it is going well, yeah. and Gustavo Martin keeps evading the law. <laughs> And uh, keeps producing high quality narcotics. <laughs> I think um, for the, the public.
3: I think our friend there is—he's in the midst of a pandemic. Like like pharmacists are in hot demand at the moment, so mm. that poor bastard is, is yes. probably working his ass off. Pharmacists. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Know what I mean? Yeah. So you can follow me, AC, on Twitter at prod tally. Um, frankly, of all the episodes we've done, I kind of want to promote the shit out of this episode. Um, please rate us, give us a positive review, and stand by. For some awesome clips. Awesome. Awesome. Each one more beautiful than the last. (laughs) (laughs) Fire Uh, tornadoes, uh top cat, and a radical sect of Islam. (laughs) So Game Life Balance Australia. That's right, yes. Yes, that's right. Australia. And it's our first episode, you say? Apparently it is. Because I remember doing about 19 other episodes, almost swore there, episodes where we did the same thing. Yeah, look, it's an interesting phenomenon what's occurred. But um,
2: essentially, during our uh, brief hiatus, while I got to grips with being a father, uh, we had an interesting uh, interaction with two gentlemen uh, from the United States of America, which apparently is um, somewhere else in the world. That uh, T-shirt
3: capital of the world, I think.
2: Yeah, you know, I, th- I think that's where they made the rock and roll music. Oh, things. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The uh, Elvis'es came from yeah, there, right? Th- yeah, all three of them. Mm. Um, they, Funny hair. They mm, they, <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> They reached out to us um, to um, purloin our name.
3: Yeah, and- so... So the story goes like this. So I'm, yeah. I'm actually the official uh, liaison between yeah. uh, Australia and US for the Game Life Balance brand. So I'm, right. I'm basically a brand ambassador, yes. I would like to point out. Andrew's very fond of, of this title, actually. I'm brand ambassador. I rub shoulders with the big wigs. <laughs> That's right. So basically He's I, a mover and shaker. I, I got an email from a gentleman by the name of Cody Goff. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough, when I first saw this and I thought, we really like your podcast. We need the monies and names and stuff. Now, you didn't actually ask for money, but we thought it was like a scam email at first. We did like, I
2: actually. I actually was like, is this guy a Nigerian prince? Is this all some crazy bamboozling maneuver thing?
3: <laughs> is he going to ask for our credit card details at some point? <laughs> Cody, here? the Nigerian princess. <laughs> of course. Sounds uh, legit.
4: <laughs>
3: it, turns out, it turns out this gentleman is actually legitimately from the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had their own podcast called Unqualified Gamers, mm-hmm. which was a good listen. They listened to us. We listened to them. Yeah, They wanted to change their names because they were going in a different direction mm-hmm. because they... Like us, found themselves moving on in their lives, where they couldn't just play nothing but games all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think they said that increasing their podcast was less about games and more about them whinging about how how difficult their lives are. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that sounds like eerily familiar.
3: That's uh, basically us. Yeah. So, which is why we named our podcast Game Life Balance. Yeah. So we decided to uh, collaborate, I suppose. So, so basically, forces. yeah. Hmm. So they're going to be the US show. Uh, Game Life Balance US We mm-hmm. are going to be Game Life Balance Australia from now on Which is why we've started at episode one Yeah And hopefully you'll hear us on their podcast And hopefully they will um, guest star in our podcast as well Yeah, we're going to collaborate
2: um, and listen and um, and stop And I didn't do that reference particularly well But you get the point Vanilla
3: Ice, people, is a rapper <laughs> That? Really? You were referencing? So, uh, so we're four minutes in and you're referencing Vanilla Ice okay. So basically... Back to our old ways. Look, basically, the, the
2: amount of times that I think about Vanilla Ice on a daily basis is something that I'm not really comfortable sharing with people. But
3: uh, it, it's fifty. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's fifty. Does does do any of those coincide with the uh, the second Ninja Turtles movie? Look, that's
2: prim- primarily Ninja Rap is, as everyone knows, the best Vanilla Ice song. Um, he has other songs. Oh, that's, that's right. He stole one from Queen, didn't? And and David Bowie. That's right. He went to David Bowie's house in the night and
3: <laughs> he broke, broke in. in.
2: He, he, tore, he tore a hole in the screen door. <laughs> and uh, stole- who is it? What are you doing here? <laughs> you know the poor. The man's only been in the cold, cold ground for. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, I like how we're setting up the the theme and the tone of the podcast. Yes. Nice and early for all you new listeners. Yeah, we're recording in my. Study I guess It's not a games room I will no. tell you it, it is a study It has nothing but books I'm just gonna I'm gonna reach out <laughs> I am going to grab A random book And read it out uh, Let me see The Assassins A Radical Sect in Islam <laughs> Yeah look Let's just say I'm um well, That was completely random Yes That's right next to um, The Art of War By the yeah. way This is looking a bit suspicious I <laughs> look, gotta say All I'm gonna say is
2: If you want to be on the right side of history, then maybe treat me with a little bit more respect than you currently are. Because in the future, that may pay off well. Hey Rob, for you, I'm mooning you right now. <laughs> Damn it! Wish I had some assassins, heartthrob. <laughs> so we are. We do have a featured app today. Yeah. <gasps> yes, we're actually branching out. We're no longer. We're no longer a games, a video games podcast. We're now a tech podcast, and we cover apps and also. Uh, let's see what else do we cover um, uh, 3D printing and um, other
3: boring shit like that oh I have to write that one down yep okay uh, we also cover the assassins are a radical sect in Islam <laughs> you stop picking that book up <laughs> there's like 20 of them on this shelf I can't help it I'm just I'm reaching randomly it's all the same I book have,
2: I just have 50 copies of the same book like Ikea with Batman <laughs> Returns you know Look, the novelization of Batman Returns is just... Oh, my
3: God, you do have Batman Returns in What the hell is your problem? I just like Batman and Assassins. There's nothing, nothing wrong with it's, that. It's a hardcover Batman Returns <laughs> novelization. I don't... What? <laughs> All right. Okay. You know, to each their own. Look, why don't... <laughs> Let's not dwell on the fact that I have lots of books about
2: radical sects and assassins. <laughs> and, uh, and instead, talk about the latest, greatest thing hitting your mobile phones which is called the assassins
3: <laughs> stop, it, stop it stop it a radical sect in islam
0: yeah my phone's just old now it's over three years old which in phone years is like a million yeah well that's so yeah. a lot of games i don't i just don't want to take up the limited memory like if i had a new phone i'm probably i'd, I'd probably have pokemon go on there or whatever yeah but i haven't even played it because my phone is old and it, it does the basics. I can listen to podcasts. I can make calls. I can, uh, you know, do the usual phone stuff. That's, can tweet. That's all that really matters. Yeah, tweet. That's all you need, really. Well, that's yeah. going to
2: put you at a bit of a disadvantage because this is oh. a quiz that we like to call phone game or phony game. Uh, wait on. Nope. Damn it.
0: <laughs> that's going to sound really
2: bad because we both played
4: things. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, so this... But don't worry, because this game doesn't actually rely on you knowing anything about phone games, because it's just true or false. It's really easy yeah. to guess, basically. okay. Um, but I'm going to read out some names Ninja of Ninja, baseball,
0: Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Cody's reaction to that was, was priceless. Um, I've played that in the arcades before. Oh, really? I played it in an, an arcade in Granville Island, just in Vancouver. <clears throat> oh, God. Sorry. Pardon me. It was um, awesome.
2: I'm going to read out the name of games, and you're going to tell me whether they're real or not. Um, okay. Because some of them I've made up because I'm a wacky trickster. You know? Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Dun, dun,
0: dun, dun. You never know.
2: You never know what, what I'm going to do. I'm just that rando. Random, I'm a random fleek bay. All
0: right. Oh, no. He's sucking on his broken <laughs> thumb. It's gross. <laughs> oh, oh. He's lying, folks. Or
2: well, maybe he isn't. Know. Who knows? Uh,
0: yeah, you uh, don't know. So you can't is- see it. <laughs> so,
2: there's 10 questions here. Yep. And uh, I'm just going to dive right in. Okay. So, yep. Steve. Is this a phone game or a phony game? <laughs> Crazy
0: Dentist. <sighs> well, see, how would I know? <laughs> I'm going to assume that's a phony game. That's uh, actually a true game. That is a real game. Uh, yes. and No wins the just- with these
2: quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> They're the most annoying. Um, yeah. This, I want to read the description. This is the description from the app store for this game. Okay. Everyone does not like going to this dentist's office because there is a crazy dentist in it. How crazy mm. is the dentist, comma? Mm. You can come to try it! Nice. Exclamation point.
0: So, it makes me think of Little Shop of Horrors.
2: Everyone does not like going to this dentist's office because yeah. there is a crazy dentist in it.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like that everyone knows, but they still go anyways. <laughs> they still some reason <laughs> go, even though they know
4: he's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um,
2: maybe they just want to know how crazy he is um all right but what kind of game is it do you click on teeth it's basically yeah there's a, there's a mouth there's a, someone smiling
0: and uh, with their teeth exposed and you like operate on their mouth um with like tools you think,
4: stuff. have you seen those
0: frozen games based on the movie frozen it was like elsa's brain surgery elsa's foot removal <laughs> <Yeah>. elsa's like <laughs> tooth drill elsa's those are be, yeah. those are disturbing what's wrong with people oh god gross all right well
2: question number two Mm-hmm. Is this a phone game or a Foley game? Christmas Crazy Dentist.
0: Hmm. Well, I see what you did there is that you built upon the last game. Now that was apparently a real game, but you might be doing some some of the old switcheroos and pressed digitation. <laughs> I'm going to assume it is a Phony game? No, it's a true game. It's just real oh, as well. No. Christmas crazy
2: dentist. It's the same thing, but with Christmas themed. Like, I guess it has. I'm not sure, but I assume it has like you know jingle bells playing in the background oh, it's, as you remove people's tinsel out of teeth. Yeah. All that right. makes me even more sad. <laughs> this this quiz will depress you. I guarantee <sighs> depression. Question number three: Is this a phone game or a phony game?
0: Yeah. Crazy clown dentist boys. Why, why, was well, dentistry? You're having your thumb worked on, not your teeth. I want thumb games. Uh, I'm going to assume it's a phony game, because I'm probably just going to keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> you probably get a 50% right. Um, probably. Uh, you're right, that is not,
2: I made that one up. Crazy Clown yeah. Dentist Boys is not a real game. Mm-hmm. Okay, question number four. Mm-hmm. Celebrity, crazy, little
0: dentist, and doctor. <laughs> More dentists? No, that's you made that up. It's phony. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> it's no. a phone game. It, this is all the kids are playing, right? Now. I want you, you to know. Have that- five minutes in the washroom. Oh god, got thing with uh, thing. <laughs> you just tapped a random app. Oh God, the app store.
1: This is all the D- millennials play right now. D-
0: is this? If they're play All the is playing. And the rest just showed up. Oh, here we go. <laughs> dentist game or fake? This'll uh, work. Crazy. This will shut games. AC up for a minute. All right. i have to correct
2: you there. They're crazy dentist games.
0: That's true. All right. Question number five. No more dis. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dentist games. Uh, so question number
2: five. Mm-hmm. A crazy monster, little dentist, and eye doctor. <laughs> no. It's phony. <laughs> it's, You're a big, fat phony. It's, it's a phone game. It's real. A crazy no. monster, little dentist, and eye doctor. See, this is
0: why I don't play phone games.
2: <laughs> yeah. I
0: originally developed this
2: quiz just to laugh at how bad phone games are, and I think if anything, Ugh. it's been very successful.
0: Um, Gross. Okay, question. Don't worry, folks. After this, I have more topics to bring up real quick before we got to go. <laughs> We've got people coming over. Oh man! Don't got to talk about flight sticks, but we'll get to that. Okay, <laughs> question number six.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Dentist mania colon. <sighs> Doctor X crazy clinic. Phony. <laughs> You're just going to say that every time. They all sound really funny. This is funny. not the spirit of the game. Uh, it, is, it is a real game. So you got that one right. No. So if I got one
0: right, you got one right. Um, okay. The problem with your quizzes is no matter who wins, we lose. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Question number seven. Okay. Crazy Dentist Doctor Hospital 3 Australia. <laughs> oh, no, it's phony. No one believes in Australia. <laughs> it's real Crazy no. Dentist Doctor Hospital This is all
2: one sentence Unpunctuated Crazy Dentist Doctor Hospital 3 Australia oh,
0: Man We were talking about games That were worth playing earlier <laughs> this oh, is- God, I hope you played All of these games And figured out <laughs> What makes each of them different
2: God I just oh, I would die If I played th- I would literally die If I played these games More um, Crazy Dentists
0: Question number- Crazy Dentist Luna based 3000 <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man question number eight i think we're up to eight mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> crazy idiot dog dentist for dogs phony oh. <laughs> yeah you're right i made that one up dogs don't have teeth
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a trick question they got beaks everyone knows that yep. uh those are platypus <laughs> do you guys have those there you have you those do. there don't you yes yeah and dogs there as well. you go um, what and also crazy, wow, crazy dentist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a reference for AC. Oh god, that's one of my brother's favorite Simpsons quotes.
2: Actually. Oh dear. Anyways, Qu- question num- question number nine. Wow, we
0: got through this quickly because you're not you're not playing it properly, and I'm very upset about it. I that am. <laughs> that all sounds super phony. <laughs> question number nine. This is a bit different. This one's a bit different. Canadian town or food? Crazy Nick's dinosaur dentist oh that's super real yeah that's true yep <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously real
2: crazy nick that you could trick me <laughs> you know you must know crazy nick personally I'm,
0: he's he's a neighbor
4: mm, I'm he's sure. a good
0: people yeah good, yeah. good. good bloke they bit crazy games. but yeah he's <laughs> all right you ever play plants versus zombies no <laughs> there's a crazy guy in that game it's pretty funny is there a de- is a dentistry
2: because i'm only interested in phone games if
0: there's dentistry you should play that game too that's a good that's a good Good recommend the game. Okay. It's it's a casual game, but it's one of the best ones. Okay. Man, Plants vs Zones. thats a good ass game. <laughs> I'm, this this quiz is depressing you so much that you're know, just
2: thinking of other games that you like. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sad, right.
0: I can't go up right. to Japan with AC.
2: I deliberate I, I, <laughs> I, de- I developed this quiz specifically to upset AC. So I'm sorry. This yeah. Is, you, this is the AC should be the one being saddened by this, not you. So I'm, I apologize. <laughs> um, Sadness travel. But uh, you're, you know, you're gonna have to take the, you're t- taking a bullet for him. So you know, at least mm. be proud of that.
0: You're welcome, Because
2: uh, if I if I quizzed him on this shit after like his
0: like family tragedy, I think it would break his spirit completely. So, um, oh, no. question number ten. Did we wish? Did we wish all the best to him and his family during this? No, we haven't. We should do that. <laughs> <me to laughs> do that. Remind me to do that it later. It'll forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll be extra awkward when he hears it. He never listens to this show. I, I, do you like Besides a editing? Do you guys listen to the show Yeah I
2: listen to it I listen to it um, A few days after it's gone out um, Once the trauma has subsided And I um, Oh boy I often laugh
0: at my own jokes Which is yeah Not a good thing to admit Yeah No I, I listen to my show too It's usually pretty funny Yeah And I adding like... the sound effects Can be a lot of fun <laughs> Especially if you make a wacky pun And then you hit that drum roll uh, Or the uh, so What good. do they call it Rim, rim shot, cool. yeah. Okay, We've, one last question. We haven't been for- funny enough to use that just yet.
4: No,
2: we have not. <laughs> I have one last question for you, and then you're free. And then we can talk about um, uh, flight sims, and then we can wish AC all the best yeah. and wrap it up. So, uh, one yep. more oh. annoying question for you. Mm-hmm. And this is possibly my favorite. So
4: angry at these questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, All
2: right, question number 10. Yep. Little Dr. Crazy Baby Dentist for SpongeBob.
0: Oh, uh, see, so you gotta you gotta drag each one out, but I know we were pressed for time. Mm. Well, I feel that it could be real, but then it hits this baby and SpongeBob business, and we generally don't think of SpongeBob in his baby form. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to say that this one is phony.
2: No, this is real.
0: This is real. Uh, and
2: I think I think the answer man. is that the doctor, the doctor, is a crazy baby mm. dentist.
0: What? That's that, and he's operating on. SpongeBob, SpongeBob, why would you go to this baby crazy, crazy baby dentist? dentist?
2: I would not let a baby near my mouth, let alone a crazy baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's just too oh, much. Oh god, this so, is the worst
0: quiz yet. I-
2: if I can manage that, but I've already, I've already succeeded for the day. So the rest of this podcast, is pretty much a ride off <laughs> for me.
3: Trust me. After the intro sequence, which I got to admit, you ruin. <laughs> I because we had this discussion before, <laughs> listeners. I every time used to go hello, all you lovely people in internet land. Yes, I'd actually get a smile on my face because I love that, mm. and recently used to be going hello, oh 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 oh, oh hello. And <laughs> I'm going, you you ruining it. <laughs> it was like the one thing you were good at, and you ruined
2: it. Maybe i used to like Scatman John or something.
3: <laughs> hello, oh 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 oh,
1: Boo doo poo Hello
3: doo booparoo. Hello, do 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 do.
2: <laughs> what ever happened to Scatman John? D- what, is he dead? D- he's
3: he's 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 in he's in a zoo jerking off. I think. Yeah, he is def- definitely the I filthy bastard. I don't
2: know. He looks like I'm going to say this, and I'm sorry, Scatman John. Have no, I have no idea you,
4: what he
3: looks like. What does he look like? He, you don't know what he looks like. No. He
2: even so even at the time when he was popular, yeah, he was a balding middle aged man with a moustache. Okay. And, like, at the time when moustaches were not ironic and cool like they are now, or like they were maybe three years ago, but, yeah, he, he, I... looked,
3: he looked really past it in a way oh. that's, yeah, yeah you know this, what I this, mean? this guy does look like the kind of guy who would get caught masturbating in a zoo. He does look like a bit of a dodgy guy, you know, like a... <laughs> I mean, you know, he's got a hat. Yeah, uh, he's got a he's got a big mustache mm-hmm. uh, and a coat, but I don't think he's wearing pants under that. All <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying, a little bit sus. You know, he he looks like a streaker,
2: but he looks like a happy streaker, a nice, a, ha- a happy flasher. Yeah, a happy yeah. He's 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 out there doing he's doing his thing, but not not out of any sense of malice. He just thinks that it's fun, and he thinks that you'll enjoy it too. And maybe he's right. Who are we to judge?
3: <laughs> he looks like... And if you've never seen Scatman John, don't bother looking him up. He looks like a like someone who went to a fancy dress party, didn't know what to go at. So he decided at the very last minute, oh, I've got a suit. I'll go as Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> <laughs> and then did like a really half-assed job at it. And people went, oh, you kind of, you kind of look cool. And then he just kept that look forever. We're really sticking it to Scatman John right now. It's like some...
2: It's, it's it's about time that someone that someone took this guy down. You Did know? he
3: really have an album called
2: Ichi Ni San Go? He may that may be true. Everybody well, he, Jam apparently Yon. is another one. Everybody Jam exclamation point. Well, that, that was probably his debut album. I want to
3: say he's missing Yon there, but okay. Yeah. She, um. But yeah, it's just I just I, I I had no idea what he looked like. Well, you know, he looks he looks like someone who has no business being in the music <laughs> industry, really. What? Do, I mean, he can't sing, but he can certainly scat with he, the best of them, <laughs> which is basically him. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't
2: like old-timey jazz people scat a lot, like Ella Fitzgerald and yeah. Yeah, um, but they did it, the other one? They did
3: it with class. <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's did the other one. <laughs> the other, the other, of, <laughs> the, the, other two Ella? of the two Fitzgerald? jazz people that I'm aware of Louis Armstrong? Yeah, you're that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old Tachmo. <laughs> Uh, okay, I was I was seriously about like I, I was yeah. I just I wanted to mention the fact that you'd ruined the intro yeah, because you've you moved away from your your particular style there, and yeah. I was I was happy to like basically dump you in the gutter yeah. and then move on to our featured game, yeah. and then we ended a five minute conversation about the Scat See, I'd rather talk about the Scat Man than this game. I really would. <laughs> Which brings us round to the horrible piece of Scat we have <laughs> to
2: discuss today, and not the musical Scat. No, no, the, the 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 poopy kind that comes
3: out of your bum bum. <laughs> your bum bum? Yes. That also sounds like scat. Comes both out the musical and the other kind comes out of your little bot bot. <laughs> I like bot bot. Yeah, dirty little. Anyway, um, so yes, we uh, I've been threatening this for a little while because yeah. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I, it's probably not though. Not really, no, because we actually played it. It is an end gauge game called Ashen. But but what really frightens me, Rob, is what if he. What if Scatman John shaves off his moustache? <laughs> and then he could just, like, disappear into society. He could be anywhere right now. He could
2: be anywhere. He could he, be on next to you on the bus and you wouldn't know. He could be your dad. You wouldn't know it. <laughs> Shit. What a, what a frightening thought that your dad could be Scatman John. He's just got this... Like, one day you'll be going through the attic and you'll just find this box and you open it up and it's just got, like, hundreds and hundreds of copies of this CD
3: with everybody jam, exclamation point, written on in the run of it. With a prosthetic moustache, like, sitting right on top <laughs> of it start- and you go, oh, no, I feared... I didn't dare think it would be true no. but My dad is Man John This explains so much You could Because yeah He had that distinctive look Take off the suit <laughs> Shave the moustache He could be anyone Oh god you would just be like curled up on a ball Shivering On the floor shivering and, and before we went back to record this segment yeah. Rob was going it's, it's like that Like our openings Are like that Japanese thing Like hentai No 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 Hang on <laughs> I was talking about our. I was saying our
2: format is like hentai and I meant to say haiku, and he said that other
3: Japanese thing. Like there are only two Japanese things: hentai and haiku. I
2: like how like you just you went out of your way to rake to rake me through the mud, drag me through the mud. See, I thought I thought, it was... but you did it wrong. Like, you didn't even get it right.
3: Uh, yeah, but I had to correct you on your own <laughs> muck raking. See. Because because when I, I wanted you to say it again, you went, No, 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 it's not gonna be funny the second time round. And now it's not funny. But no. if you just if you just gone and said it again. Yeah. But the point I was trying to make I just the point I wanted to make was that that I'm very section with many tentacles.
2: No, the point I was trying to make to you is that our format yes. is so restrictive yes. that it actually makes us more creative. But it came out <laughs> like our format is like hentai. <laughs>
3: And when you think about it, that's not actually too far from the truth either. <laughs> we spent we spent the majority of the opener talking about wangs, yeah. monkeys, mm-hmm. monkey wangs, yeah, masturbating, yes, and uh, Scatman John, who is masturbating in a zoo. <laughs> You
2: know, I'm terrified that we've been speaking about this freaking game for almost half an hour now. But no, so, see, we haven't.
3: We've been speaking for about ten minutes. We keep getting distracted. What? We're, we're going to be talking about Mama Cass again for absolutely no good reason. Is Mama Cass the wife of John
4: Scatman?
2: It is, no, she died probably before she was even born. Did Scatman kill her and then shave off his moustache? And then... You know, Wait,
4: infiltrate- shave
2: off his moustache? Shave off... Wait, shave off... Sh- 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 no, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say that she had a mustache. That's horrible. That's a horrible thing to say. Yes. But what I am gonna say is yes. that this is a bad game. Yes. And let's stop talking
3: about it. Ham sandwich. Okay, okay, everyone. <laughs> we, we have an apology to make. That's a very sad announcement. We just
2: we just we just had some sad news later on. Very sad. A- it turns out that well, John- news.
3: We mean something that happened 17 years ago. (laughs) We are very sad to announce that John Scatman, which I'm assuming is its actual pronunciation. That's his actual surname. Yep, John Scatman died. He died 17 (laughs) years ago. (laughs) He died in 1999. And, like, we've been slagging this guy off for the past half an hour. (laughs) And thinking, oh, this is a jolly good gaff. He probably just shaved his mustache off and he's your dad. And it turns out he's dead. (laughs) He's dead. And now we Mm. feel
2: pretty bad. (laughs) But I'm also laughing a lot about it. We would like to uh, apologize. Which makes me to, feel even
3: worse. To, um, if you had a wife, uh, we would like to apologize yes, Mrs. to him.
2: Mrs. Scatman, Mrs. I'm Scatman. sorry.
3: We would like to apologize to the Scat friends <laughs> and the rest of the Scat family. Yeah. Little baby Scatman. <laughs> baby Scatman. Scatman oh. Jr.
2: <laughs> Scatman do. Little Johnny Scatman. Johnny Jr. Scatman. And. <laughs> we're making it worse. We're making it so much worse. <laughs> oh, God, we're terrible. <laughs> We're terrible people. I'm, because, yeah, like, so, don't worry though, folks. <laughs> but you can rest easy at night knowing that your dad is definitely not John Scatman. Wait, unless but- he died on December the 3rd, 1999, in which case, be afraid. Be very afraid. We are very, very terrible people. But don't worry. If your dad's alive, it's fine. He's not John Scatman Unless
3: What if What if What if He faked faked his his own dad And then shaved his moustache And then you would know (laughs) And then he might actually be your dad You
4: wouldn't
3: know Just get a photo of your dad (laughs) right now Get it out Get it out of like your photo album Or like Or open it up in MS Paint And then like Draw like a little fuzzy line Below his lip And then If he looks like A dodgy version of Inspector Clouseau (laughs) Right. Please inform the authorities immediately <laughs>
2: I'm not, Okay I'm not saying uh, now look, I now Rob is literally clear. crying I need to be clear I'm not suggesting That we should Find where he's buried Exhume the coffin <laughs> And find out whether it's empty or not But if that were to happen Somehow If one of our listeners Our, our super fans
3: if you will Were to do that and found out that the coffin was in fact empty. You know what? I like to think that if it was empty, there'd still be like just a mustache at the bottom. <laughs> the mystery deepens.
2: Oh god! <sighs> uh, I'm not May- skeed up, dud, dead. <laughs> <laughs> if your father <laughs> talks, that's like a little that. note in the coffin. That's what it says. Oh
4: god.
2: There's just, like, a few bristles, just a few, like, moustache bristles, like a little pile (laughs) where he shaved
3: them off. I like to to think that whoever he is, he can never grow a moustache again. He tried to grow a beard, so he's just got that, like... If he does, (laughs) they're on to him immediately. The authorities will know. But he might have a beard with no (laughs) moustache. So if you know a man who cannot grow a moustache, but might have a dodgy beard and is trying to fit into society... Oh, God. He's trying
2: desperately to fit in, but he just can't. <laughs> because he's from, a, he's from a different time. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Jesus. God, we're, we, we are the Andrew, Andrew, the- Andrew, I think we need to acknowledge the fact. Yep. That the fact that we really are bad people. <laughs> See, I already knew this. Like, no, but seriously. We're, Welcome to the dark side, Rob. We really suck. So, um, Gunna Geek Network, if you're reconsidering... Having us on at this point, <laughs> I wouldn't blame you.
4: I you, wouldn't blame you. you know but
2: what's so funny. Is but that? you know what? If you wanna, if you wanna have us after this, if after this you still want us, God bless you. We'll sign up. So today we <laughs> took, uh, we went to, um, we went to a little tourist trap that you would know. AC. It's called Gold Creek Village. Oh, um, God.
3: You didn't go to Cockington Green, No, we did went you? to
2: somewhere even better, I see. We went to the uh, Australian Dinosaur Museum.
3: I'm out. I'm out. No, I'm sorry. Goodbye. There are no dinosaurs at the Dinosaur Museum.
2: <laughs> there are a lot of plastic statues of dinosaurs. Look, here's the thing about the Australian Dinosaur Museum. The perfect time to take a child to that place yeah. is when they're too young to realise how bad it is. <laughs> and that is, that is my daughter. So she enjoyed it. Yeah. I spent a lot of time walking around sort of silently, inwardly feeling sorry for the people who work there. And
3: do, do you know what I mean? I mean, have you been there? I, when were, I when The last time I went there, which may have been like the late 90s, early 2000s, when it, when it first opened, mm. they had a lot of plastic dinosaurs. They had some dinosaurs out the front that yes. were continually getting stolen. Yes. Um, I think and- they are bolted down now. <laughs> The, the biggest claim to fame was that they had the shin bone of some dinosaur, and yeah. that's the only dinosaur they had. The only part of a dinosaur was some shin bone behind they do, three layers of glass. They actually do have a lot of fossils.
4: Mm, okay. Uh,
2: but look, the thing is, I mean, what this, when we say it's a museum, I, I don't want to be too disparaging because we, I did enjoy it, and I did enjoy seeing Ruby enjoy it. Yeah. But, like, to be clear, it's really like a large house. It's like, imagine imagine if someone had a very, like, a wealthy person had a two-story house, not a mansion, but like a big two-story house, yeah. And decided to convert that two-story house into a museum. It's essentially, <laughs> essentially what it's like because it's not big. Yeah. All of it, all of the actual museum part is on the second floor, um, and there's some, let's say, less than convincing animated dinosaurs, like robot dinosaurs. Oh right, yeah. They yeah, kind yeah. of you know like move about, but they kind of like vibrate a lot, and the parts that. Uh, that shouldn't move move a lot, like you know, because like <laughs> jiggly, its, it's head will turn, but then the rest of it will kind of wobble around. It's 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 not very good. Um, but they and then thing, I dinosaurs are mammals. Effort.
3: Why does that one have breasts? <laughs> That's,
2: a for effort, I will say. Uh, but my kid, I, I I suspected that she would see a giant statue of a dinosaur mm-hmm. and freak out and love it. Yeah, and I was correct.
3: Excellent. That's so, what you want. You so, want to get him started on the dinosaurs early.
2: Yeah, and you know, I think there's something to be said for just introducing like boys and girls to mind expanding things like dinosaurs and science and stuff. And L S D. Yeah. Yes, yes, I want to, that's next week. <laughs> Can you imagine a toddler on LSD? I imagine it's probably not a different talent. I don't think it would be. A little more scared, perhaps. But uh, look, yeah, she had a great time. She was scared of the robot dinosaurs, of course, because they had this little, like, you know... They make roaring sounds and stuff as well. Which oh, yeah. Wasn't that can into.
3: be a little bit intimidating, especially if you don't know what a giant, mm. you know, motherfucking lizard is like. Yeah,
2: yeah. Look, yes. I think she'd seen them in books. She knew what dinosaurs were. Oh, okay, that's cool. From books and TV and things. Um, and she has toys of dinosaurs and things. So I thought mm. this will be really fun for her. Um, but the part she really enjoyed um, was the the kids section, you know, kind of like the playground area. Oh, yeah, the a interactive of, section. Yes, yeah, a lot of museums have these sort of, areas where it's sort of like a whole bunch of like play equipment that's vaguely themed after whatever the museum's about, you know. So yeah. there were for example there were big giant like eggs that with like pieces miss- missing oh, from them yeah. and the kid can go in there and like pop out and like stick their head out oh, of the-, that's cute. the egg and stuff like that. Yeah. and she loved all that. And there was another little boy about her- about Ruby's age that was running around and they just ran around together like like idiots, laughing their heads off. Like like the boy was chasing her around, and like then and she was just like laughing so hard. It was really cute. And I got to experience that magical thing that parents do of just I can just sit down and just watch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually even have the parents right now. I don't.
3: Yeah. There's, there's no interaction
2: involved. <laughs> just sit down and like you know you see parents at the park doing that a lot. Like yeah,
4: yeah. taking the kids
2: to the park, unleash them from the stroller. And then just sit down and look at their phone. I wasn't quite that bad. I was keeping an eye on her, but yeah. it was nice to just sit down and and, and take a, a breather. Um, she did leave the music. We went to the gift shop, of course, of course, and she left with some some fairly cheap plasticky dinosaurs, which she's enjoying. You know, little sort of army hey, men type you know, things. You know. you know, like they're not. You can't reticulate them or anything. They're just a lump of plastic. Um, she liked that, and also a little golden book about dinosaurs. See, so,
3: anything yeah. that makes your daughter mm. more like Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes, I'm all for. <laughs>
2: well, I just I really th- it's really weird. Uh, and my my, uh, my wife can speak to this more because she works in a science themed retail shop. Yeah. Um there is even in 2018, you know, the uh, the Enlightened Utopia of 2018, um there are plenty of people who still think that dinosaurs are for boys. You know And and that fairies And princesses are for girls That's a bit odd uh, And I think that's a real shame Yeah um, So we are They're
3: making- giant goddamn lizards Every child should experience right? this
2: Right Like I think I think of dinosaurs In the same way I think of pizza It's like Every kid would love this
3: Yeah You know Oh yeah
2: yeah It's not a gender thing
3: You know what I mean No no They're, um, they're, they're giant yeah. You know like I can't describe what a dinosaur is because I've never seen one.
4: Mm. But
3: from the fossils and the movies and all of this stuff. Mm. Like, if if there were no fossil records and you said, I went back in time and I saw these giant lizards Mm. basically, you know, stomping about the earth and eating other giant lizards, people would call you nuts. But, of course, we have all of this evidence to say that this is what's happened. This is what actually was there on prehistoric earth. Mm. And it's
2: amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, and I think everyone... Everyone ought to be super excited about dinosaurs. Um, so I really I really thought that was a good way to spend the day. Um, she quite enjoyed that. Was completely exhausted for the rest of the day after that because it was very overwhelming. Mm. Um, but yeah, again, highly recommend taking kids to the, the Australian Dinosaur Museum <laughs> when they're too young to realize how crappy it is. If you happen to be in Canberra. Because it is, it is like, you know, like I, I, I hate to cast aspersions, but it's not. It's, it's not, great. not good. It feels like if you and I just decided to make a museum and you know invested a lot of our own money in it. That's kind of
3: how it feels. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of museum would you and I make? There's a
2: lot of stuff in there that looks like it probably isn't. It's probably not worth look. There's a lot of stuff that looks like a toy that they put <laughs> behind glass. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, perfect. It's like perfect. It's like this that shouldn't be in a museum this is the opposite of Indiana Jones that doesn't
3: belong in a (laughs) museum we we should go there with a bunch of whips and a bunch of fedoras and start whipping balls going that shouldn't be in a museum (laughs) that should not be in a (laughs) museum
2: yeah so that was the dinosaur museum Um, yeah a bit of fun Uh, but the kid loved I got a bunch of photos yeah but bags I mean
3: bags why yeah it's the weirdest thing like bags you, in my mind, mm. like Canadians, are kind of like these nice, affable sort of you know chaps and lasses who just kind of hang out at the top of the world and just you know kind of mind their own business, eh? <laughs> and uh, it turns out, yeah, bags. Like, do they put like a plastic bag underneath a cow and do it that way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining more like a like there's a tap, like a like a <laughs> beer tap. Yeah. And they
2: sort of get, like, a, like a bag, like a balloon almost. Yeah. Just, like, a, insert it over the, um, I want to say nipple, <laughs> nozzle, and, uh, and you know, See, fire away.
3: Condoms
2: would make more sense than yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm basically thinking of is filling up a condom, except-
3: <laughs> Except it's except milk. Except it's milk, and then you sell it. So- For profit. <laughs> Maybe we could do that. Maybe we could start a Canadian business <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> I almost said Canadia there. Canadian. <laughs> in Canada, selling condoms full of milk. Mm-hmm. I like it. Because they usually buy milk in bags. Yeah, That's right. You yeah, heard it here last, folks. Possibly first. I found out about this fact this week. Mm-hmm. Canadians, and not all Canadians, mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot on the <laughs> East, the East Coasters. Hashtag not all Canadians. Yeah. Uh, buy their milk in bags. Yes. Ba- bag milk. So, kind of imagine, like, a bladder of milk. Yeah. Just kind of like a litre milk bag just kind of fl- fl- flopped on a supermarket, you know, dairy shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, oh, yeah, I-, I need some milk. I may as well pick up this bladder of-, <laughs> of milk. What's funny to me is, like, well, there's a number of things that are funny <laughs> to me, I mean, Canadians it. Canadians have a bag fetish,
2: I'm telling you. What- where to start with this one? Uh... Because what's funny is, like, I did see... So, this is some backstory for me. It was no surprise to our listeners that I was a really big fan of the Tom Green show in the early 2000s. No. And in one episode of Tom the Tom Green show, he produced a bag of milk from under his desk, stabbed it with a pair of scissors, and then squeezed it onto his co-host. Hmm. Um, and did that, like, several times. And at the time, I thought... That's weird, a bag of milk. But I just thought that was just Tom Green that's being just, weird. You it know, turns like, out it
3: wasn't Tom Green. No. He was being absolutely normal. It that's was Canada. Just,
2: that's actually normal Canadian behaviour. <laughs> to stab a bag of milk and squeeze it onto your friend. So,
3: uh, so the way yeah. this apparently works...
2: Is that it, how you... You just get his bowl of cereal, stab it with a... <laughs> stab it with a... Uh, it is the
3: only time... It's like, it's like written in their constitution that it's the only time a Canadian can be violent is when, it, it's, when it's opening a bag of milk. <laughs> Just jam your knife. They're gonna in there. stab you eh. They've got milk special milk bag
2: knives though. It's like a letter opener.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I bet they do So the the way it works Yeah. So all of these come in like a liter. Yes. You know, a liter of, of, of milk per because bladder. Because they use bag. the
2: metric system like smart people. Yeah.
3: So I don't know, maybe that is because they didn't have cartons or something, or maybe because they're a, a a bunch of backwards hicks. <laughs> but what they do is they buy these And you can buy like four in like a bigger bag yeah. So it's like a bag within a bag With milk Oh, bag with ex- with with other bags yeah. Yes, and you, there's like four in one of these things You take it home mm-hmm. And you get one litre Yeah um, You put it in a jug Like a plastic or ceramic oh, So you have a container at home Yes, but you don't empty the milk into the jug You put You place the bag You place the bag into the jug <laughs> Okay. And then you snip, uh, circumcise, as it were, the tip of this this, this you, milk you bag. yeah. snip the tip, yeah. Snick of this milk bladder, <laughs> yep. and then you pour it. God knows if you only want a little bit of milk, and then you've got, like, you know, most of a litre you know, left unopened. I mean, like you, on some... You'd clip it, I, I suppose. Uh, does a rabbi need to perform this ceremony? <laughs> That's
2: right. You have to, it has to be done within two weeks. Um, <laughs> of the milk's... Of the milk's birth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the use by date. Yeah. Within the first moon. Um, the So, like, on some level, I'm like, this kind of reminds me of that whole uh, movement you may have heard of where people are, like, moving away from packaging. Like, they want containers in their house. So, they buy, like, for example, like, a, a box of Rice Krispies or something and then mm. they, like, pour it into a, a glass container at home and then throw the packaging away. And then, so, when you open up the pantry, it, it, there's no, like, garish commercial packaging. It's all just, like, jars and Things
3: like that? It's yeah, so kind of-, of the old nineteen fifties way, isn't it? When you yeah. have like like biscuit tins, like you know, biscuit containers and jars and like Tupperware. Yeah, and yeah. like in my house back in the in the eighties and nineties,
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, we had those Tupperware things where you would pour the cereal into one of these containers yes. and then it has kind of like a, a circular you know, yep. cap that the you cap. put on it, yeah, yeah, and then you shake it out. I was like, I remember those. Why, things. you know, why? Like, you, no one's getting Tupperware is getting your money here. You could do the same thing. You just need to roll the bag up. I always looked at families that did that because my family didn't do that.
2: Ah. I always looked at families that did that with this kind of like askew glance, like mm. why. Are you going to the effort? Because there's a perfectly good box. And also, there's fun games on the back of the yeah, box. Yeah,
3: yes. You the know? box is good reading material. Or, like,
2: you know, like a really poor quality hat that you could make. <laughs> you know how, like, a lot of the box... Like, sometimes the cereal box would have, like, a good thing on the back. Like, yeah. Like a, like a Where's Wally type of deal or something like that. Like, you know, spot the difference or something. Yeah, yeah. And then ooh. sometimes it would just be, like, this bad arts and crafts thing where it's, like, you can turn this box into a... A paper hat. Just uh, just cut this out.
3: And it was never big enough. No. Like, the box is not big enough to wear... You know, unless you like, took, just took the whole box and wore it on your head. And like the c-
2: cardboard is always <laughs> too flimsy, so yeah. it's like sags and looks sad and depressing.
3: I just don't eat cereal anymore. I'm not a cereal eater.
2: Yeah, that's fair. That's, are you more of like a hot breakfast kind of guy? Or?
3: I just have a piece of toast for breakfast most right. mornings. So you're like an
2: on-the-go breakfast kind of guy. <laughs> on-the-go sounds like you're <laughs> getting up to some hanky-panky in the... Re- in
3: the- down, tootin'. <laughs> very strict breakfast regime. <laughs> anyway, back to the milk. It's Kellogg's to I am not getting over this milk fact, and, and that is me. Th- that thump you hear is me thumping the table. That's how yeah. passionate I am. It I'm, I'm very, I'm very anti milk bag <laughs> You're bladder. Fired up! I, it's just weird, and I'm on a, a Simpsons shitposting group mm-hmm. because, of course, I am. Yeah. And I've been making memes like using the uh, There's a, a Canadian character uh, In the Globex episode Yes I'm from Canada And they think I'm slow Eh mm-hmm. So I've been Photoshopping his head Onto all of these Different characters In The Simpsons And it's all to do With milk bags Yes This is how you've Taken the fight You've
2: taken up This is i have taken arms Rob That's right You've used What you have you, You've used the
3: means Available to you <laughs> Which in this case is... A really old copy of Photoshop. Yep,
2: yep. In and, and early 2000s. And the Simpsons shitposting group to, to start...
3: start. I'm going to call it a war, a milk bag war. It's funny because um, the Canadians came out and said, why do you find this so strange? Like, all you need to do is put it, you know, like in a jug and then snip the tip and it's like cartons. Like, you can cut the whole jug thing out and just have a carton of milk.
2: What's weird about it to me Like there's a number of things that are weird about it yeah. I suppose the first thing is it just seems like a like a flimsy container for milk Like I'm just worried that it's going to burst
3: You see that's the thing Like I you, you know. could keep it behind a radiator for two weeks And you'd have like the ultimate like water balloon Like milk Like gross C-curled curdled milk, milk balloon. balloon Yeah yeah. yeah. The other thing is that like
2: I mean someone might say Look it's better for the environment or something But like it's still a plastic bag like, Yeah it's still that gonna, thing's like, not
3: going to biodegrade for centuries That'll choke the crap out of a dolphin real good <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what this is. <laughs> this is what, Canadians hate dolphins. I'm thumping yeah. the desk again. I don't care. Yeah. Canadians anti-dolphin. They're well known for their hatred of wildlife. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's only like two animals yeah. in all of Canada. There's like moose mm-hmm. and beavers. Yeah, they killed everything else. I once saw a Canadian stomp a bilby's head in. Oh God, you Canadians! I la- he laughed while he was doing it. <laughs> He said, "I bet you it was a slow drawl." Laughing, "Yeah,
2: fuck you, you dumb bilby, eh?" He said as he <laughs> as he crushed its skull. Oh, I
3: love now ignoramus. you're even more
2: extinct, eh? <laughs> flawless,
3: Canadian. flawless, absolutely flawless. Yep. And we've worked with Canadians before. Now you're even more extinct. Oh, I'm an ignoramus.
4: <laughs> all right, all right. right. Yeah. fuck,
3: fuck, fuck all that. I have a better question for you. <laughs> Are gnomes edible? Mm. because they're humanoid and they and they can look and talk and shit like that but are they like like little tiny chicken McNuggets? Do you just like <laughs> dip them in dip them in egg put them in the fryer? I think if you can catch mm. you can
2: catch a gnome then you can probably cook a gnome. But I think I think the hard
3: part is catching. Oh, I, f- I feel some gargamelican tendencies coming on here. Gargamelican, is that a word? Garga- it is now. It is now. Like the gargamel a- from Smurfs is who I was trying to reference there. It's like a Machiavellian. Yeah, but, but Gargavelli, but, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> like with that
2: worst rest sense. <laughs> I have a, I have a cat. <laughs> don't I talk like this? So he just wear a
3: big, yeah, black Moomoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that basically what he was? He wasn't particularly fat, but a muumuu still suited that guy. Just and like, he was, I, why did he want the Smurfs? It was kind of like, he wanted to make from, a potion out of them or something. Yeah. He wanted to eat them or make a potion out of them. Yeah. Something. Or possibly because like, they, he pissed him off one nice summer's day. I don't know. What was, what was Gargamel's motivation? <sighs> yeah. I don't, yeah, right. That In- is what we are going to be discussing today This is going to be the whole podcast It's a Smurfcast It's a Smurfcast, that has to exist, right? Oh. Someone, someone out there has done 100 episodes yep. talking about De schlumps, or the yep. Smurfs
2: yep. It's smurfyboy99, who has 2,000 posts on the oh, Smurf subreddit
3: What would you do? Or <laughs> yeah. how would you fill that amount of airtime? Talking about the Smurfs.
2: Just speculating about why there's only and, one female and, you, and know, yeah. the, you know, that's pretty much what most of the podcast would be, I'm assuming.
3: And how much you hate the Snorks. It's got just got to be <laughs> Wait, the what other. Are the, what are the Snorks? They're like the Smurfs, but underwater. Are
2: they like, oh, do the, are they in the Smurfs universe? They kind
3: of look like a, The head kind of looks like a bong.
2: Are they in Smurfs or is this a separate? No, thing?
3: no, it's separate. It's but, a separate show. Very separate. Okay. I'm, by the same people, but it looks. Oh, by the same people. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I could be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure it's the same. I, I know. Snorks. snorks. Yeah, I've never the heard snorks. heard the before. Yeah, they live underwater, and it's basically the Smurfs. Okay. Are they blue? No, they're yellow from memory. Oh, okay. We, really like, you're trusting my 30, you know, this is 30 years ago <laughs> it's just that I last heard of anyone, anyone <laughs> at all mentioned the Snorks. Yeah. Write in to our P.O. box you if you've heard the of snorks? the Snorks. Yes.
2: Write to me at number one Parliament House. Canberra.
3: <laughs> right there. <laughs> For the love of God, please do right write there at the moment. <laughs> the,
2: write to the current Prime Minister. <laughs> don't do that. Under- I don't. Underline the word current. <laughs> it's important, otherwise they might get it to the wrong guy. Oh, Even oh, if they oh, get it to oh, the, the right even. guy, it will get to the wrong guy. <laughs> it could be a woman too, I guess, he said with furrowed brow. <laughs> Oh god, I'm so stupid. Hey, see, we are talking about a game that isn't Smurfs related today.
3: Well, it kind of is. Well, they are a color. <laughs> it's not actually
4: related not at enough. all.
3: I just wanted to see what you
2: were going to say when I said that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, they are all. They have a skin tone. They're from that's an unusual. animated. Uh,
3: they're kind of a bit. Uh, they wear funny. Ha- no, well, um, okay, there's only Teenage- one woman. That's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> actually, there's two. Damn it. <laughs> Anyways, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game from your local arcade. And Konami. That place where you used to huff drugs and paint. (laughs) Konami? Yes. Okay, Rob. Yes. Important clarifications Mm. about the Snorks and the Smurfs. Go on. Number one, I was right on most of my points. Oh,
2: good. Well, that's unusual. I'm happy to hear that. Shut your face.
3: (laughs) Shut your blue, white-hatted face, you fucking Smurf. So, which Smurf would I be, AC? I uh, ooh.
2: The, oh. one, the one who's combing his hair all the time looking in the mirror. Uh, <laughs> Vanity Smurf? Vanity, is that is, his like, name? Like, do, the, yeah, the... the, 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 the Doofy Smurf. Doofy Smurf, <laughs> The one that everyone
3: friggin' hates. Um, uh, I don't know, he's vain, but I just. Dandy Smurf? Is yeah, his name? Maybe like it was that. Dandy Smurf. Yeah. I don't know, Smurf exp- experts. I was going to say exports, but you know, experts are good too.
2: We're, sm- we're also smurf-, smurf exporters. Okay, so. We import and export Smurfs. <laughs> That's all Australia's good for. In shipping crates.
3: Help a lot, me, of, them- help a lot me. of them arrive dead, but it's fine. <laughs> There's enough, enough survive the journey, though. more <laughs> where that came from. We can make a profit. So, The Snorks was <coughs> an animated series by Hanna-Barbera. I was a bit confused about The Smurfs because they look exactly like they've been animated by Hanna-Barbera. Mm. And I was right. Mm. However, um, they were actually a comic series ah. done by a bloke, uh, possibly several blokes, but I think a bloke called hmm. I think it's a bloke anyway. I could uh-huh. be wrong there as well. Mm. Um, a person. From Belgium. Okay, so I was right. Yeah, so I thought
2: it was Belgian. Yeah, it was yeah. a
3: Belgian comic. Um, it, had the, it had the whiff of Belgium on it. Uh, yeah, so sh- um, I think it like, may have been de schlumps or something um, in, some, uh, in French, and Dutch is de schmurfen. De, schmerfen. de schmerfen. Um, Yeah, so <laughs> I'll just look up artist Peo. Uh, he was a bloke, yep. Because, of course, everyone is. Uh, but it was later animated. <laughs> yeah, if you look at history, it's kind of fucked up. Everyone is a man. Yeah, I don't like it. it. I really don't like it. From about 1950 back. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, but in, every, in 1950, everyone was, like, super manly. Yeah. And that was really messed up. All right, so, yes. <clears throat> basically, the Smurfs was an animated series. Um, but it, what they, Hanna-Barbera weren't the genus of that. Mm. Um, however, they were... The creators of the Snorks, as far as I can tell. Look, I'm not going to go into Snorks history. They weren't just yellow. They were multicolored, apparently. Yes. Um, You know, everything except uh, the same color as the water, I'm guessing, because they were underwater. Uh, and I'm worryingly looking this up because the Smurfs, 1981 to 1989. Eight year run. Yeah, that is worrying. That's a lot of Smurfs. Here is the more worrying thing: The Smurfs 3D TV series, mm-hmm. 2020. Oh. We are now in 2018.
2: It hasn't come out yet. No. So they're saying that that's definitely that's that's a prediction. That's not.
3: That's no, no, no. A fact. It, it's it's on here. It's fact. It's Wikipedia. Everything's fact. So in so Wikipedia, this is this is like Grace Scott's so, almanac so, from Back to the Future too. So Whatever back is the said in here, this is exactly what happens.
2: What a shame that the, the the one person who finally managed to figure out time travel spent his time <laughs> researching
3: the Smurfs. And then came back and wrote a book. You can me. only hope that this 2020 3 this uh twenty twenty three TV series of the Smurfs is good, but we know it won't be. <laughs> when, just, it, when
2: it definitely happens. It yeah.
3: <laughs> So <laughs> but, Teenage I'm almost wait, no, I'm AC. almost tempted to to just cut this podcast off. Find a Smurfs game and do that. Well look AC, I have news for you. Yep. There
2: look, I while you were while you were busy researching the Smur- the Snorks. Yep. I was also busy researching.
3: Yep. Did if you there, find anything? There Is were, there a Snorks video game? That's what I was looking into, I Oh, see. my God. There's, there has I'm, to be. I no, some, no, no, there doesn't have to be, but there might be. I have some exciting news <gasps> for you, I, I
2: have some very exciting <gasps> news for you. There is no Snorks video game But Mm? there is a Snorks adventure board game Board game? Oh boy And uh, you know I thought we might look into this Because our friend Elchan might be uh,
3: Oh yeah if if we find a copy of the Snorks board game We'll send it to him And he'll have to play it He might uh, quite enjoy this one So according to Board Game Geek This has zero ratings (laughs) Zero comments (laughs) Uh, It exists is all I can confirm Playing
2: time 10 minutes (laughs) Ages 4 and up um and that's about all I have to say about okay, the Snorks okay. game.
3: Seriously, this is what we need to do. We need to become members.
2: And we Oh wait, I've got more information here. Okay, yep. Sorry, I'm gonna read so this is from the back of the box. Be the first player to collect five different Snorks cards and return safely to Snorkville High School. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's um Get those Snorks cards, kids. Yep. Get them, get them while they're, but only if they're you're hot four and, up. and
3: wet. If you're three, you could fuck off. R- really, really, really wet. Weird. I want to, I want to log into this site and and like say not AC and Rob from Gay Life Balance Australia and say this game is actually very good. It has a pr- surprising amount of depth for a children's game. Yeah. And then like basically copy and paste like the the structure of early Dungeons and Dragons into this. I think
2: for board game geek, maybe more like get just Settlers of Catan rule set, just copy and paste it in. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, Yeah, better that than than d and It plays like Catan, you know. There are a lot of systems. (laughs) Surprisingly, the Snorks have a very robust, uh, like, social interaction. It's got some of the metagame from the Battlestar Galactica board game. (laughs) And people will be like, ooh, I better get
2: that. And then they'll buy the Snorks board game and mission accomplished, AC. You and I can go home knowing that we've done a good day's work.
3: Okay, well, that is exactly what we do. So, Snorks, board... Uh, hang on, board game. I'm just typing this quickly. Amazon.com into. <laughs> oh, Wait,
2: it was on Amazon. Was
4: oh, eBay. shit, dude.
3: Like, I just I just typed it into our good friend eBay. Electronic Bay. Yeah, and uh, we actually got a couple of hits. <laughs> Hello. Oh, look at this. The rare
2: 1984 vintage Snorks a board game. Oh, it's available. For twenty-seven dollars and forty-eight cents Australian.
3: Wow, that's that's not bad. That's
2: a pretty cheap price for trolling Elchan. Let's. (laughs) I'm your host Robert Bailey, and I'm joined as always by a streetwise cartoon cat with a top hat, Andrew Ac Yoshimura. Yep.
3: Just call me Cat Cat. I was going to be just be called Top Cat, but Mm -hmm. it turns out that um, that's Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Very litigious. If they put half the effort they did into suing people into their actual fucking animation, it might have looked pretty good. They're still big, vigorously defending the top,
2: the top cat, a top cat. Yeah, um, he didn't wear a top. IP. Hat though he wore no, a it was more like a cool, f- like not even a fedora. It was more like this, like Jasmine's.
3: Yeah, it was kind of st- a, a jaunty hat thing. A jaunty, it was a jaunty hat.
2: He had a vest too.
3: Mm. That, that was a weird show because I actually saw some Top Cat mm. in the within the past decade. Yeah, yeah, they're actually criminals. They're hanging yeah, in no, they hang out. No, they are. No, they are definitely criminals. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like a gay. They are. They re- they literally like. The joke you know, is, there a gang, and the police like is pickpockets like pickpockets and yeah. like petty crime. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, only the policeman underst- can like talk to Top Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To everyone else, they just seem like normal cats. So this is probably all happening in this crazy policeman's mind. He says, "Ah, that wacky Top Cat's at it again." And was going, "Wow, man! Why don't give that policeman a gun?" He's talking to. He's just talking to that stray cat again. <laughs> he's actually. He actually got fired from the force a year ago before <laughs> the show even started. <laughs> he just puts on the uniform every day.
4: <laughs>
3: he, exactly he just yeah. goes out there with a water pistol Talks to cats Oh you little. naughty cat, stop that I can't actually remember if that's his accent or not I honestly If he's like an Irish Like a stereotypical Irish police officer That's what I imagine yeah. in my brain
4: mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, no, they were they were a gang of petty criminals yeah. And thugs Because, you know, he was a top cat And, you know, the adventures of Cat-Cat are just as good I'm going to say they're even better <laughs>
2: I only come out. The, the, the our, our, our entirely original and not at all derivative <laughs> cartoon series called Cat Cat.
3: Well, well, see, Cat Cat is actually a cat mm-hmm. who wears a cat on his head like a hat. <laughs> so, really, it should be Cat Hat Cat.
4: <laughs> cat Hat Cat. I like it.
3: Cat Hat Cat sounds better, but Cat Cat. I don't know. Has it has a certain ring to it?
4: <laughs> oh man!
3: He tips his cat every time, like a beautiful lady cat walks past. Tip the cat. He, the cat tipped his cat This is so the weird The cat hat Yeah, it's, this is getting I love bizarre
2: it. I love it though We should do this Someone send in art of this No, don't No, do
3: <laughs> Copyright No one's
2: going to do art pending.
3: No one's going to do art for us uh, There are people I could legitimately ask to do art And they would do art for this But I'm not going to Oh, alright, fine <laughs> I wanted to see
2: I wanted to see Cat hat cat, cat But anyway hat, Cat cat, cat. Cat, hat, all right. cat Maybe I'll draw it myself and then you know, not show you the picture, just to just to just so that to keep that for me.
3: Well, uh, I, this is porn, isn't it? <laughs> it's a cat with a dong, wearing a cat with a large dong.
2: It's just a stick figure with
3: boobs and cat ears. <laughs> <laughs> cat dong hat cat dong. Oh god! <laughs> I like where this is going, and this feeds very neatly
4: uh-huh. into
3: the topic de jour. Oh, what's, what topic is that? Which is samurai. Which is very closely related, to cats. That's true. Everyone knows, that. <laughs> and the, and the subject of of the old West, the old American West. That's right. Also deeply related
2: to cats. That's right. Remember when the, all the cats came to the the old West? I remember in that. in forty nine, and they and the gold rush. It was a cat rush. It actually. was a ca-
3: There were cats buried in the ground, and they freed all the cats they had to take them out. <laughs> <laughs> One of them had. The cats were very upset
2: about the whole situation.
3: They, they quite liked their slumber. And they were wearing, you know, and some of the cats were wearing other cats
2: with large dongs. <laughs> There's cats in them, there are hills, they, the prospectors shouted with glee as they leapt in the air, cl- clicking their heels. Cats, cats for miles!
3: <laughs> the rivers are running with cats! <laughs> just just going back to New York saying I'm um, I come out. I came out from back back west. You won't believe what I saw. There's cats everywhere, fucking cats. And everyone's going, oh god, it's that fucker again. He's talking, he's just talking, it's that policeman guy. <laughs> yeah. He's
2: uh, he's talking
3: to those damn stray cats. Officer Maloney or something. I don't know. That sounds <laughs> so like that sounds like the name it should have. It, pro- it probably did have a dodgy Irish I'm, accent. All I'm
2: thinking of right now is this: the park ranger from Yogi Bear, but in a cop outfit. And I no, know that's I mean,
3: not. No, that's probably is that pretty probably much. Yes. Look, Hanna Barbera didn't exactly have a wealth of character design. They're known for the cutting costs. I think I think Hanna Barbera sells from the 60s and 70s are actually. Some of them are quite valuable now. Mm. Probably because there's so fucking few of them. <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right. We are going to talk about the game, mm-hmm. the PS2 phenomenon that you've no doubt heard of, <laughs> Samurai Western. Okay, you, we can't let this go, folks. All right, th- <laughs> th- look, the game is good. Yeah. But I'm going to show you a picture
4: uh-huh.
3: of uh, Officer Dibble
4: yeah.
3: from Top Cat.
2: Okay, yep. Okay, that's yep. Officer
3: Dibble, yep. right? They're very good for a podcast. Uh-huh. And this is Ranger Smith from Yogi Bear. They're basically the <laughs> same... <laughs> They're basically the same guy. <laughs>
2: Except maybe the eyes are different. Maybe? They've they've kind of got that muzzle... They
3: back- both have the muzzle. They both have black hair. Or Maybe it's not muzzle. Maybe they just have, like, gigantic jowls or something. <laughs> but this is- there's something about the, the style. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely oh, Hanna-Barbera God they Just look They both look like They're in their Sort of mid-forties <laughs> kind of, they, they do look like the, talk, the type of person Who just randomly Talks to animals They find Yeah
2: I think Dibble's eyes Are smaller That is it I think That that's,
3: is literally it I think that's about it And for all we know What we might be looking at Could be Slightly well, off he could, model.
2: He could be squinting as well in that in that picture. For all we know,
3: um, well, I mean, he's looking at Top Cat, so yeah, yeah he's wearing a yep. garbage can on his head, as well s- as a hat.
2: You have to squint because you don't want it. Your eyes will be dazzled by the glory of Top Cat
3: <gasps> when you <laughs> the see The glory him. of Top Cat. God, how many? I reckon that ran one season, but in my brain it ran like for ten years or something <laughs> like that. It probably, you know what.
2: Knowing Hanna Barbera, it probably did run for like just one friggin' season, and then got like repeated ad nauseum.
3: Yeah, I reckon that's what I remember from my childhood because yeah. there's just so many of them. Yeah, there's so
2: many Hanna Barbera. Oh.
3: They all have the same, the same look. You know, the same gimmicks, the same like yep. sound effects. Yeah, <laughs> the same stupid running noise. <laughs> so that that actually has a name. Yeah. Okay, I've I've actually queued it up here for us. Uh huh. This is it's actually called um temple block riot
2: <laughs> so maybe i'll like say something like ha- like appropriate to running away and then you can play the sound okay record. yep yep yep. it's like oh zoic school let's get out of here oh <laughs> that's it and that's the noise that every, every Hanna-Barbera cartoon, whenever a character <laughs> runs away, that's the noise. And
3: they're running on the spot for at least five to six seconds. Yeah. So you have to run I... on the
2: spot. You have to, like, get up to speed like Sonic the Hedgehog. You have to kind of run on the spot for a minute. And then... I
3: reckon Hanna-Barbera could sue <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog for that. Jesus. <laughs> or they could put a settlement, right? Like, uh-huh. you know, and yeah. they could just have Top Cat yep. instead of Tails. I like this. I like where this is it's going. Just, it's the same game, except he just spends half a
2: time swiping shit. <laughs> he just, just picks Top, up a- t- Topcat is just some fucking klepto, isn't he? You know he? those TVs that you have, like, running shoes and stuff in? He just swipes those. <laughs> he just puts them in a van.
3: <laughs> Sonic's there tapping his foot going, Man, I could have swore I put a like a spare pair of shoes around here somewhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, Sonic. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a bloody mystery to me, mate. And his, his gang members just drive up in a windowless van and- <laughs> Just do a drive-by shoot I don't know where Tails is Tails is dead from a drive-by shooting Sleeping with the fishes And I'm guessing you think girls are the best Until they hit about, I don't know, puberty Then you hate everything I hate everything Everyone hates everything
2: I choose not to think about the stage Where she decides that painting her room black Might be a good idea And slams the door a lot. And all those other stereotypical things that teenage girls are supposed to do. I mean... I, hey, when we were teenagers, we used to set fire to stuff. I, I did that from a young age. I was advanced. I just... We did that in Cubs. Cub Scouts. I remember my brother getting in trouble because he he uh, was setting fire to stuff in the backyard. And, like, like I can understand my parents getting upset with an eight-year-old setting stuff on fire in the backyard. But I'm going to have two points. One... Uh, for an eight-year-old... I'm pretty. I'm pretty impressed that he managed to operate the the matches and get it get a fire going. No, yeah, two. Yeah. He did dig a little fire pit. So, safe
3: fire safety safety first, right? I mean, I think he deserves a pat on the back. So you got to remember that uh, we're a little skittish about fire in Australia because we have these signs on the side of the the highway that basically say, mm-hmm. um, uh, current fire danger, yeah. and the lowest is I think moderate. Yeah. <laughs> the next highest is very high. And it goes bad, extreme, and then it just goes... Yeah. Yep. There's, um, there's no low-fire danger. There is... No, and in, in, in it's true. Like, yeah. we've... The, the highest one is called catastrophic. And you think that's an exaggeration, but both Rob and I have actually been in a catastrophic fire situation. Yeah, we have. This is where yep. the fire station burnt down. <laughs> when When the place where the firefighters live... <laughs> Burns down (laughs) That's when you think We might need to move this Up to catastrophic Right now That's when you're officially Allowed to start panicking And turning over furniture And stuff Rob and I Are probably some of the only People on the planet Who have seen a fire tornado Yeah An actual (laughs) We're not even exaggerating We're not It was a fire Going off into the sky I thought That looks like the side Of a mountain That's moving Holy crap! It is a fire tornado. So- I didn't even know they existed. It's and you think fire tornado? Wow, we are all going to die. This is kind of cool. It's pretty freaking biblical. Um, it's funny that
2: like people overseas, um, they're aware that Australia was a frightening place, but they think it's because like of the spiders and snakes and stuff. But and the crocodiles, yeah. of course, don't forget those. Well, they're our mates. You but um, but to yes, pay rent. What you need to be afraid of is the freaking fire tornadoes. 100 feet (laughs) whirling, flaming destruction bearing down on your house, threatening life and limb. Um, yes, we're not... The sad thing is, we're not even making this up. Fire tornadoes hit our city, um, about what, um... It was in 2003. Yes, over 10 years ago, um... Yes, that's a thing that happened. So, uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about my impending fatherhood. Yes, which right. is
3: not unlike
2: Yes, having a baby is not unlike a fire tornado. Uh, it's a,
3: it's a whirlwind of destruction. Okay, be- and- before we, we before we go back, I actually have <laughs> I actually have the um the fire meter mm-hmm. in Australia which you find on the on the yeah, highway. So, up fire his- danger rating today and they they you know, they they fluctuate. It so ranges from low moderate Yep. High, very high, severe, extreme, and then catastrophic. And <laughs> you gotta, you got to remember that severe and extreme are already red, and catastrophic is like black and red stripes. I think catastrophic much. is like the sign is actually on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Those signs were on fire. Uh,
2: Those signs of, burnt down. Catastrophic is like you walk
3: outside of your house, and then you just burst into flames. And, and on this fire reading, <laughs> this fire danger <laughs> reading today, it actually says... Prepare, act, and survive is actually kind of burnt out a little bit. Yeah. Like the survive part is actually caught fire at oh one point.
2: Oh dear! Uh, <laughs> so yes, we're supposed to be. Uh, you know, I envisage this it's, episode as being us primarily talking about your baby. Yep
3: yeah. but instead we're talking about radical sects of Islam and fire tornadoes. So it's in a semicircle. I like to think that eventually <laughs> this this fire tornadoing goes full circle. Oh, After God. catastrophic, it goes. The assassins are radical sect in Islam. <laughs> Oh, man. and then it probably just goes <laughs> back to low which is where there is literally nothing else left to burn when, it's once, all burnt down when once everything is burned then- that's when it goes back to low the only way it can go low is like if there's nothing else l- nothing, <laughs> nothing else elf left elf. to burn but if there's no elves <laughs> left then we burnt the elves <laughs>